Introducing Nightlock, a Hunger Games podcast. Welcome to our second live episode of Nightlock Podcast, where we cover anything and everything related to the Hunger Games franchise through news stories, book analysis, fan fictions, related music, product reviews, as well as other fun segments. So as most of you are aware, this episode is a special episode where we hosted a movie commentary or viewing party of the Hunger Games. You can listen to our podcast as you watch the movie in your living room, so it'll be like watching the movie with us hosts. So get your DVD slash Blu-ray ready. We started the movie when you first see the white-colored words, which is at the very beginning of the movie. Then we instructed listeners to press play at the same time as us. Unfortunately, we did have a little mess up and ended up resyncing the movie with the fans when the words District 12 appeared at the right-hand corner of the screen, which was probably about two minutes into the movie, I'm guessing. So it may be best to pause your movie there, and when we instruct you to hit play at the frame of District 12, you will be synced from there. So you just have to wait a little bit. I think it's only like two minutes. Should be fine. So we are using the Hunger Games DVD. Hopefully, if you're using the Blu-ray, it will match up with what we're watching, but no guarantees. We're not sure on that. So if you have the DVD version, it would be best to watch that instead. As we're watching the movie, listeners tune in live by going to our website, nightlockpodcast.com forward slash live. There they could listen to our live audio while watching the movie. They also commented in the chat room, and throughout the show, we'll be having a discussion with them by reading their comments. Again, it may be best to pause your movie when the white font District 12 text appears in the right-hand corner of the screen. Then when we get to that point and instruct to hit play, you'll be synced from there. Now, right after this, you're going to hear Matt and I countdown say go. That is for the white font at the beginning of this movie um, where they have, they kind of explain the past of Panem. So you're not going to hit go there. You're going to hit it once we get to District 12, and then we'll have a whole discussion. Okay, all right, let's hit play once you see District 12, and then we'll have another countdown. So if you're at District 12 right now, you have that font at the bottom of your right-hand part of the screen, then don't hit play yet. Just wait until we get to that part in the movie. So at this time, please pause our episode until you have the shot of District 12's text in the right-hand corner of the screen. Again, we will inform you when to hit play. All right, so are we ready to go? Yes, we are ready. Okay, so, I so in five, four, three, two, one, go. One. Matt, no. Oh, you're an idiot. No. Yeah, you are. We're not. Yeah, we're delayed, but then they they hit play when we no. I pressed um, play when whatever. I heard go in the. So let's talk about this opening sequence here. It reminds me of Star Wars, definitely, with, like, the words at the beginning. Oh, sorry. You should be playing it now. You should be at, and the transfer to a public arena where they will fight to the death. That just disappeared. Then henceforth and no, forevermore. No, Kira, you understand. We're delayed. They hear us delayed. Okay. So what do you think about that opening of having uh, words instead of regular, um, you know, Regular, like, a, a movie part. Matt, I'm talking to you. I'm obviously. sorry. I'm trying to figure this out. No, no, no. Keep playing it, Matt. Okay, because we're, n- we're not with them. Yeah, I know. You screwed it up. I did? Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. we're at Seneca's interview, too, but you screwed it up. Anyway, um, I guess we'll just keep going. 
I'm sorry, guys. Alright, so we're, can we just pause at District 12? It's to say on the bottom, District 12. Yeah, let's all just pause it there because Matt screwed it up. So. Yeah. Anyway, so while they're, while we're waiting for a little bit, um, what did you think about that opening of... You never answered my question. I keep that, saying it. I know. Um, the opening, it's kind of like a synopsis of Chapter 1. Yeah, I guess. Basically, it's kind of like... I didn't expect that. It's very, like, as mm-hmm. I said before, like a Star Wars kind of thing with, like... Yeah. The next episode and, like... Which is interesting they did that, but it's very plain. Like, it's very plain well, Yeah, it's not supposed to be very exquisite. It's supposed to be, like, a dark type of thing. Yeah, which was nice. So. Oh, okay. I love the transition between the interview and the scream. Yep, Beautiful. I agree. So it helps know, explain yeah. people who haven't um, read, read the, the book. book. But then again, I really, think, I really think if you haven't read the book, you really should not be watching the movie. Yeah, but there are people some... that don't like reading the book, a.k.a. But you most of the time. So I read, bo- I read the books. You read some books. No. You obviously read these books, but... But it's kind, of, <laughs> it's kind of like there's just some things in this movie that you really will not be able to understand unless you have read the books. I understand that, but like you, know you still on. get a general consensus of what's going on. Like, my grandparents didn't read the book, and they watched the movie, and they could follow along. I even quizzed them on it, and they were okay with it. So, I mean, something is going to fly over your head, but that's nice about being a reader, that you understand things that um, a normal moviegoer wouldn't understand, which is great. Yeah, I guess so. All right, so I think at this point now we're all at District 12, and so, Matt, when you say go, you're going to click it, and then when they hear go, they're going to click it. That's too much. Okay. Um, We're just waiting because Matt's changing That's weird. Some people's fonts are smaller. That's that's good. Karen, Matt, pick her like a married couple. We do. We <laughs> well, say that. that yeah. too. We okay. we yell at each other too. It's interesting. Yep. We how old are they? Oh, um, Matt and I. We're well. He will be seventeen. Yep. In November, he's. I young. think we're close. I think we're good enough, comfortable yes, to say how old we are. Yeah. Seniors, Chris, yeah. you are correct. Yeah, my spelling's atrocious, so don't worry about your spelling. Okay, Matt, are you about ready? All right, so so when I say go again, we're going to all, well, I'm going to press play first, and then you guys hear me say go, then we'll press. Then um, okay, so oh you God. should be at, District 12 should be at the, is that right? Yeah, right-hand corner of the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when he says go, you should hit play again. Sorry for the mess at the beginning. That would be Matt's fault. <laughs> All right, so are we ready? Go. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry. No, no, I'm sorry. No, I'm gonna say do go not. Go by Just don't make don't me listen to her. Listen to me. All right, so and go. So Matt, what do you think about the opening of this having Prim waking up from a, a nightmare? Because it's similar to the book of Katniss waking up, putting her boots on, putting her hair in a braid. I mean, it's really different than what is normally in the book. It's kind of hard to think because I'm listening to you talk, yeah, I'm listening to the movie, the and I'm listening out. to us talk, too. Okay, well, you don't have to listen to us talk all the time. No. Um, so, what I... What did, what did she whisper there? Can can we send... I don't know what she whispered don't there. Don't go back. Um, I don't know. She probably. I think she said, it's okay, Prim. Your name's only been in there. Oh, no, that's a different part, right? Yeah. I'm mixing it up. Um... It's interesting, though, that, like, they start this way because it is so similar to the book, as I said before, um, and it is a little bit different. I think 
overall, the movie goes so close to the book that it follows that you really can predict anything that's happening. Um, where I feel like that's a good thing for us that are such huge fans, but at the same time, for people that are like, yeah, I read the book, I want to see the movie, they don't want to just see the book played out necessarily. They want to be, like, surprised and everything. Oh, okay. People said, Prem, can you sing? Okay, thank you. I love it. And actually, I didn't expect... I mean, we obviously knew Jen was going to sing. I didn't expect her to sing like that. Yeah, she was good. She, she was, wasn't, like, over the top really good, but, like, she was generally better than the average person, I yeah. would say. Which was a nice surprise. So, sorry, did you want to say something? Or no, I'm, I'm narrating, but go ahead. Okay, so now we're seeing um, just kind of, like, an overall shot of, like, District 12. And um, I thought it was interesting just how they brought this to life of, like, really um, conveying how poor they are and, like, how everyone's kind of wearing gray, especially the miners, where it's like a blue-gray, which we found out beforehand, and I believe it was the tribute guide, where we found out that kind of what they were going with for the style of District 12. Um, and it really is, um, I would say, timeless, because they're poor, so it seems like they're going back in time, like back in the day. But the, um, where was I going with this, Matt? I, I think I know what, what you're saying. saying. I think I know what you're saying. Um, Oh, that yeah. it's timeless, that it really could be in the future. Um, it's not like, oh, this that's is similar to, if referencing the third book here on Mockingjay, mm-hmm. how Katniss says, like, our ancestors. She mentions the ancestors a lot. Yes. So if this is taking place in the far future, then we would necessarily, we would be considered the ancestors. Correct. She's saying that it's our fault that we left the world in such a horrible state like this. She mentions that right. various times throughout Mockingjay. Yeah. Actually, Mockingjay, she's. After I'm reading it over again, um, and I feel like the in- I'm watching how Jen is portraying Katniss now. Mm-hmm. And I'm just questioning on how she's going to be able to portray her in a whole mental state. I because, feel like she's going to do fantastic. Because in the third book, Katniss is mentally and emotionally unstable. The littlest things will set her off, and she doesn't understand. She doesn't. I don't want to say she doesn't understand what she's going through. She just can't that handle Katniss it. That Katniss doesn't like. Yeah, she just, fully get it. She just can't handle it anymore. And it's understandable because she thinks she doesn't trust anybody because they've been all out to get her, and she lost. And when she well, not finally, all, they've been all out to get her back from the arena, not yeah. necessarily. But when she finally trusts somebody, they end up dying or she ends up losing them. She trust. She trusted Cinna, and Cinna died. So you know what I mean. Huh? I like that line that Katniss just said. What was it? Damn you, Gail. <laughs> the composer, she doesn't prefer. Right now, um, to answer your question, Mocking Graven, we're at the part where maybe 10 seconds ago, Katniss just said, Damn you, Gail. And um, now Gail is picking up a rock, and he just threw it. And now Katniss is shooting the birds that fly off. Anyway, that's a really long answer. So, at this part, we see the hovercraft, which we saw in the original... The, the trailer, not the teaser trailer, the um, full-length trailer. Where Gail looks like a gorilla, right? Ape. Ape. <laughs> if you pause at a certain point, right there, he looks like an ape. Don't yeah. pause it. So um, this is interesting that they chose to put the hovercraft in a, a current state. Instead of it happened in the past, the Katniss was thinking about it like, oh, when that happened, when she sees the AVOX, she starts talking about the story, that they just simply kind of put it in, um, what would you say, real time or whatever, um, that's currently happening to her, which I thought was, like, a, a very smooth way of doing it. And that way they just see a little bit and you have a little glimpse of the capital. 
All right, so this is very interesting. What um, Gail is talking about with Katniss saying that if no one watches, then it doesn't really. That the Capitol won't keep doing it if nobody watches. Yeah, what what happened? Oh, okay. We were just okay. inactive. Um, so, I mean, here we really get our only glimpse of Gale, and I feel like he did a lot better than I thought. However, he's just not exactly what I wanted as Gale. I know we've touched upon this, not touched, we've talked about this. We've immensely. criticized him, yeah. Um, which I know Rebellion Radio also, our friends over there, um, are not huge fans of his. They've kind of... Trashed him. Trashed him a lot, but they've yeah. got, come around a little bit. Um, did they say the line yet? I'm not listening to the audio of, um, we could take off. Yeah. They've said that already? Yeah. I love that line. I repeat it all the time to myself. I love this part where Katniss is smelling the bread and she's like, is this real and everything? Like, it's interesting how, like, um, that they really, how they portray that they're hungry and like how a simple piece of bread in our world is like your side dish, you know, you wolf that before dinner. That to them it's it's a lot and it means a lot. Yeah. And then bread because of Peta. Yes, it's our little um, saved her life. Yeah. Yeah. Now, did you picture like this all to be built in the woods? Like, I don't think it's necessarily it's, literally in the woods. No, but it's, it's like it's twelve. I really thought like the way I pictured Dixie twelve would be like it would be like a small rundown town. That's what I pictured. And then the woods surrounding it. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't have the woods in the middle of it, but no. then again, District 12 is a lot bigger than I think I imagine. Um, so here we see the inside of the hob, which is a lot different than I thought. It's busier than I thought, and um, I picture kind of like very barren, like some things on the side, um, not so busy in there. Right. And now is the part where she's picking out the Mockingjay from, I don't think that's Greasy Say. We don't really know who she is, because Greasy Say is, uh, gives out the food, the broth and soup and everything. Um, which did you picture, not picture, um, how do you think that it was like how the, um, Gary Ross had Jen, not Jen, <laughs> Katniss get the Mockingjay pin. Do you think that was a smart move or they should have kept Madge or someone else giving it to her? I think the, um, I think Madge giving it to her had a little more meaning. Yeah. Compared to her just getting it from the, um. The random person in the yeah, hall. from the scene. The hop. The hop, whatever. Sorry. Um, yeah, it's fine. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's like it's not like it was very significant, but we talked about this, I think, on the last episode. So I think we can like move on a little bit. Okay, I'm gonna move in a little bit. So say they can't hear. Whoops. That's true. Beeble eighty nine. Liam does have a very small part that you really can't judge him too much. Kind of reading what you. But said. he had to ruin the entire movie when he intruded on their kissing scene. Yes. That's just my opinion. Um, we didn't need to see that. H- we can talk about that when we get there, but H.G. Dodler said, um, since Madge didn't give it to her, then the pin isn't gold. Um, that's true, because if it was gold, they wouldn't just be tossing that around, like, oh, you can just have it, um, which I feel like it doesn't need to be gold. You know what I mean? I think it's fine just as an emblem. It's really just the emblem. So, um, we've skipped the scene of talking about them bathing, because that wasn't too interesting. Um, now we're seeing the kids from District 12 starting to line up um, to get their fingers pricked, and then eventually go into their area for the reaping. 
we're getting a glimpse of the Peacekeepers, which we said on the first episode of Night Rebels, um, they look like little men that are going to, like, take off, like, rocket, like, what do we call them? Um, I didn't, I didn't comment on this, because this was very weird. It is weird, but they look weird. I don't know. Don't, don't you think? No. I think they look That's their uniform. They're supposed to, they're supposed to look authoritative. They look silly, though. They look like they're at a costume party. I don't know. No, no. Um... And now we see Prim is, like, getting very scared and, like, oh, you have to prick your finger. Is that what she's saying right now? She's saying it's going to give a little blood and it's going to hurt for a little bit. Right. It's just a little bit of blood, she says. And so she's really calming um, Prim down. And, again, we see that, like, Katniss is very motherly to her and really takes on that role. Um, Chris says, I love the documentary-style filming. Um, it is different. I agree. It is. I don't really care for. I don't really care for the shaky cam, especially during the bloodbath at the beginning of the games. Yes, that was one thing the reviewers did not like with it. Um, I feel like it's just. I don't know. Like some points I like it, but others I don't. I feel like it really does make you feel like. Sorry, makes you feel like you're in the games, which is um, a good thing. Something else that the huge crowds of, like, um, of, like, the kids and even the people, everyone is dressed very washed out colors, and, um, they're dressed in washed out colors, and it reminds me of the Holocaust and how they would all have kind of the same washed out clothing, like, light gray, like, blue, white, or something. Do you, you see the connection that I'm making? Yeah. Um, it's interesting how you just kind of pull different, I'm sure like Suzanne Collins like thought of this when thinking about the districts that the districts are similar to concentration camps. They're trapped in a fence. They are, um, they are forced to stay in that fence and they're forced to only have so much food. And And here's the propaganda. Yeah. Now, what did Gail say to her when he mouthed that to her? I never knew. I've seen the movie three times. I I never knew. I think what he's saying is he's mouthing the first words of it, like they've seen it so many times to give that message off. So what did you guys think, um, you fans, about the, sorry, what is this called? The propaganda, not propaganda. Propaganda, yeah, it is. Yeah? Is that what she said? Yeah. Um, The propaganda movie, I guess you'd call it. Gemmeld's War, Horrible War. Right, the beginning of the video. Right, that's, I didn't know exactly the words, but yeah. Thank you, Anon2417. That's anonymous. Really? Mm-hmm. I thought anonymous had an M in it. Um, so she also, or he also said, the shaky, shaky cam was overdone a little. I feel like it's okay for the action scenes, but shake sometimes even when really nothing is happening, which gets annoying. I agree with you as a moviegoer. It's, it is kind of annoying to just watch um when it is shaking because you do get a little dizzy and stuff but at the same time then it really is um you really feel like you're in the games like i said before i just love that is that what she said after the it's cool how we see in the background the capital coal and like the huge um what do you call those not trains but like you would know you're into trains do you know what, what they're called? Like the It's just a freight car. Oh, a freight car. That's that's what I was looking for. <laughs> I don't know these things. 
Panamaniac, that's a cool name, said the gore isn't glorified. That's what makes it so different than the other action films. That's true because I think that was a question that a lot of us said that um, we were afraid that they would glorify the violence and they would be doing that Lionsgate would be doing just exactly what the Capitol is doing, that we all want to go to the movies and watch the violence, where this is more of strategically placing right. everything. I know I know they're not trying to glorify the violence, but I really wish there was some more romance between Katniss and Peeta. If I were yeah. to change anything in this movie, that's the one thing I would do, because it just, you can't, it's not believable for Kat, to believe that Katniss is madly in love with him if they kissed maybe once. Yeah. And obviously Peter's a better actor with it, but because he actually feels those emotions. But I just think it's much better if there was more romance in the whole film, such as um more in the cave scenes and it yeah. just it would because the movie could have been atmosphere. a little bit longer. I know, like all the directors say, pacing, pacing, pacing. We had to keep it a certain pacing so it didn't feel out of place any scene, and that's how deleted scenes happen, pretty much. Yeah. But also, um. That if you had too much love stuff, then it's like you're getting away from they're in the games. I think it's fine in the book, but in the movie it might not have been portrayed correctly, where I see what you mean, more romance. But I feel like that's what we're going to see in Catching Fire. Now is introducing the yeah, world. I know we discussed now is this before. Now seeing the violence. I know, I know we discussed this before. Or every episode. <laughs> yeah, well now because Katniss really has to play up the romance with um, President to, for the Capitol and for the whole nation to stop rebellion. So yeah. I think she has to do a better job in the second movie. And Kate says, I think they helped show that the romance was fake. She doesn't love him yet. Which is true, because we don't know what's running through Katniss's head, whether it's like, oh, I really love him, or like, I don't. Like, that's only apparent on the train ride home, where it's like, what do we do now? And it's like, we try to forget. And then Peta says, I don't want to forget. Right? Is that all the right lines? I don't want to misspoke. Misspeak. Wow. Um, Yeah, so anyway, we'll get back to the film. Yeah, so, you haven't um, even been someone, watching it. I, I'm kind of watching it. Um, <laughs> so someone in the chat said, like, I love uh, Katniss's face when Prim is called, which she really, like, the way her mouth dropped and, like, phenomenal actor. I don't think they could have picked anyone better. So now we have Katniss picked, and she volunteered, and I think no, we've that seen happened it a so long time. times. Yeah. I know, I know. Shh, shh. Sorry, Here's sorry. Josh. <gasps> Look at his. I, again, I don't like oh his hair. It looks God. weird. No, like he looks blonde. really great. No, I like his reaction. And everything. It's just the hair that just. It looks really dark when it's not. It's like the way it's gelled back. Again. No, it looks. It looks great. weird. It's perfect. Like it. It's perfect. Um. Out of all the things to comment about Josh, you're gonna say his hair. No, I'm saying in this shot where they grease it back, it's weird. They say Josh is so good in this scene. I know. The fans outrule you. PETA! Someone said. Or pretty much everyone said. Shh, bread scene. Not the okay, great okay. actress. The bread scene okay. I really did not like. Really? Because uh, they were supposed to be younger. They were. They yeah, looked they so looked much older in this. But how are they supposed to make it younger? If you get, another... get kid actors. No, they would have looked awful. Unless they did digital like they did for Benjamin Button. Um, and in the epilogue to Harry Potter to make them look older. Unless, unless, um, they did that. It just would have looked weird. And, like, this is a huge franchise. You can't just have little kid actors Chris, in place. Chris, to answer your question. Okay. Do, do you want me to say? I, what are, it's your choice. <laughs> is this the big moment? Should I keep talking? I don't want, like, silence. 
So uh, Kay said, I remember reading the book, and I was like, Gail's going to get picked. Gail's going to get picked. And then it says Peter, and I'm like, who? <laughs> um, I thought that, too. I was like, Gail's totally going to get picked. The two of them would be great together. And I wonder um, how it would have been different. Do you want to keep talking about it, or do you want to go back to that Chris thing? Yeah, the answer is yes, Chris, just to throw it out there. Um, what was I saying? I don't remember. What, what was I saying? Sorry, I do this a lot. We have to pause the podcast all the time when this happens. All right, just keep um, going. Oh, I, I love this part. I love this part. When she's okay. telling her mother that she can't tune out and you have to be there for her. Oh, I know what I was saying. <laughs> no matter I like what how you she's feel, like, don't yeah. cry at the end yeah. of her little monologue here. And, like, she gives her a hug anyway, and it's, like, I think this is great because now we're going to see their relationship improve through the movies of, like, being this kind of um, distant to each other. Um, and then, like, later on, they start getting closer, especially when they're in District 13, I feel like. Um, anyway, I was saying something about Gail and Katniss. Going oh, back now to you remember. Thought. I know. I said, oh, I remember. Um, so now that we see Gail and Katniss, might as well talk about them. Um, I think it would have been interesting to see how Gail and Katniss would have done in the arena. Um, would Do you think, Matt, they would have played that lover angle? For who? Or, um, um, sorry, for Gail and Katniss. And, like, would they hunt together? Like, how that all would have been. I'd definitely be interested in reading a fan fiction. If anyone knows of one, or if you want to go ahead and write one, email us in nightlockpodcast.gmail.com. Um, I'd be really into reading that. That would be really I awesome. just want to say, I can't think about Gail without thinking of Liam. And it just, it yeah. doesn't work anymore. Oh, sh- there he is crying. Oh, my God. Look at him. Don't cry. Look at him. Oh, he's Look at that cute. face. I don't remember focusing on him. And that's just true time. acting, like... Yeah. What makes an actor a really good actor are two things. One, if they're able to cry on screen. Second is if they can keep a straight face on screen, show, like, no emotion. Um, okay, sorry. It's interesting to see the car there that we got a glimpse of. I don't remember seeing that before. Um, I didn't know that Panem had cars. Is that a new thing that Gary Ross added, or... I don't remember ever reading about cars. Could have just been a capital thing. Like a capital thing, and the car looked pretty timeless as well. It could have been, like, a Cadillac from back in the day, or a Cadillac now, I guess. Yeah. Um, sorry. Yeah, no, I back in the day. I'm listening to what you said. Oh. Um, now we see the food, which is awesome. I think the food, they did a spectacular job. Did I say that weird? Spectacular job. And if you're interested in making your own Hunger Games food, you can get the unofficial Hunger Games cookbook. I got that. Actually, Mariah gave that to Matt and I for Christmas. And it's really cool. Um great things. I recommend the butter cookies. Is that what I made from Malark that yeah, butter cookies that Mr. Malark gave Katniss um going oh, the in, cars in the thing. Oh, they are? Uh, oh, clove sorry, I'm going to read that. Clove from 2. Is that what it is? No, the cars are included on the in the books as well. Um oh, okay. okay. Oh, then someone else, Mockengraven, said, no, Panem does not have cars. Katniss mentioned Snow's car and Catching Fire. Oh, no, no Panem does have cars. No, in this scene, um, when, I'm about to say Josh, but his name's Peter, when Peter is talking to Katniss, saying, like, have yeah. you ever met him, hey, Mitch, and she just won't look at him. 
Do you think she's thinking of the bread scene, or is Definitely. she just? Yeah, I'm surprised. Do they flip to it? I haven't really been watching. Um, do they flip to it? To sorry, not flip to like. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Oh, that's what I was saying. Nothing now wrong with getting a little bit of help, and then the yeah. bread scene comes. Perfect. I I really like how they spread it out over time. I know you wanted the child actors, but do you like how they spread it out over time? The scene you get more unfolded as you go. Yeah, I think that was. Very creative on whoever's part. I guess I'll just credit it to Ross. Yeah. And now we have the drunken Hamish appear on screen. And we did talk about originally when the character posters came out, the profile shots of the characters, how Hamish's hair was long and to his chin. And I, I don't really remember what I said. I feel like I didn't like it at the beginning, but now I do. Is Do you remember what you were thinking at the time when it came out? What? Summer, the character posters, how Hamish looked. Like when we first got, we didn't like his hair. Remember that? Yeah, I feel like his hair was too plush in that, and like like lush and everything. But I feel like here it makes him, it gives it a greasy look to it, kind of like Snape, I guess. Um, That it makes him look more drunk, and then he can like wash up and look good for the capital. So I feel like that was a good um, part. Now, does anyone remember how Hamish's hair is in the book? Because I feel like it was shaved. I don't know if that's just what I pictured, or or you probably just pictured Woody Harrelson. Well, when I read the book, I didn't know what he no, was. Him. No. But. Um, what does it say? Dagon Elise. Sorry if I butcher your names. I wish he would have fell off the stage in the movie. I hate that they left that out. Um, I don't. I think it would be nice to see, as everything would, if it was like a really long movie, like four hours. But at the same time, I feel like it would have affected the pacing to just have some random guy fall off the stage. Like, at that point, we wouldn't really know who he is. And I feel like his entrance on the train here is great because Pete is, like, so anxious to, like, figure out how he's going to do in the arena, any tips he can get. And Hamish is just wanting to drink and even putting his foot up on Peter like we just saw, just showing how, like, gross Hamish is and trying to find which way he's going. And look at the collar. Don't you love that, how it flips out in the back? They can't see you nod. We're going to go back to that. Yes. <laughs> Now, in the book, I believe Hamish threw up, and then Peter went to wash him off. That's kind of what is happening here, even though Hamish didn't throw up. So now we flip... Now, why um, is she doing this scene when she's watching the old Hunger Games? She's watching old Hunger Games. Now, so why do you think she's doing that? Why did they put that in the movie? Yeah. Or why Katniss is doing it? Both, both. Okay, Katniss is doing that to, like, brush up on her skills of, like, anything that I can do to, like, improve anything that I should know about the capital. Like, getting inside the capital's head really helps during the games because then you can predict, oh, like, after this section, the fire's not going to be there anymore during the wall of fire scene and everything. Um, Now, why the moviegoers, not moviegoers, keep saying that, why the director put that um, quick scene in, I would think just to show kind of more what The Hunger Games is and how it is broadcast to the homes and is on TV because they might not know that otherwise. Um, I just want to take this moment um, for anybody commenting on the Mixler uh, chat. We're not really looking at that. We're on our website, nightlockpodcast.com forward slash live, and you can go in the chat. It's black. It's under the Mixler application in there so you can go there that way you can join in on the chat that we're reading and also that page is going to give you um your listening you'll be able to listen to us 
So as Bebel 89 said, it's the next morning. And again, Katniss now, not only PETA, Katniss is now grilling Haymitch of different things like how do you start a fire? And Haymitch is still drinking and adding things to his coffee that he shouldn't be. And this is, is this the good part where he says his line? (laughs) (laughs) That is mahogany. I can't quote that right. Now, how do you think um, that adaptation of her putting the knife in the table instead of throwing it? Do you think that was a smart move? I'm sorry, I'm not listening to you. What? Okay. (laughs) Um, Take one of your earbuds out so you can actually hear me. Um, How do you think the adaptation was? Um, Hamish had his hand on the table kind of open so his fingers were, you know, all stretched out. And Katniss put a knife in the table instead of throwing it in the wall and having it go between the two panels. That's better. It's better to do the table part? Yeah, because she has to be more close. Because she, she had a chance of taking his fingers off, cutting his fingers off. I feel like he should have been across the table, though, and then she threw it at him, because it's much more daring and everything. Mm-hmm. Now we get our first glimpse of the Capitol, which is going to be really cool once they get there, and Peta's already in awe. And Katniss is still in that, oh my god, I'm going to the arena. And just in a general bad mood for the next three books. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and now we get a little glimpse. When she goes underground, she you can start seeing her get panicked because she hates going underground because of the, um, the mind blowing up. with her father, yeah. Such a good picture of Peter right there. That used to be my background on my phone. <laughs> and it's cool because this is our first glimpse of all the Capitol residents. And I remember the, I think it was the costume designer saying how they were going for, a, you know, that look of the Capitol and being very eccentric. But they didn't want it to seem like it was the 80s. I think they were trying to stray away from that. Do you think they did that? They accomplished that? That the Capitol look is good and not looks like it's from the 80s? Matt, yeah? Yes, I'm sorry. I'm listening to you. It's okay. Um, So this is a really good, like, I would say kind of montage of all the people. All right, so I know we've discussed this multiple times. Where is the location of the Capitol? I said it was in Denver, Colorado. Chris says he likes the knife throwing better. I do too, Chris. The Rockies is what they say. Yeah, H.D. Doddler said the Rockies. Um, um, I, I think it's the Rockies. I think that's right. So now we're looking at the prepping. Now, we really don't get a glimpse of her prep team in the movie, which I think is... I don't like that at all, because her prep team is such a major part in all three books. But they're, like, introducing them now. We see... I always say this wrong. Flavius? We see Flavius talking now with the orange hair, and it gives us a look of them and everything. But I I don't think they really need to do any more with that, because they don't have time. I think they need to spend that time on Cinna, and that's what they did. And I love how Senate introduces himself right here. This is wonderful. I'm sorry that this happened to you. It's such like a, a very genuine thing. And even how his um, appearances, just the simple golden eyeliner and the earrings, um, gives him that more of a natural look um, compared to a lot of the other um, capital citizens, especially Silas. Now, Matt, um, do you think... I don't think it's kind of weird that, like, Sin is a stylist, but yet he's very simple himself. Isn't that kind of like an oxymoron, like a simple stylist? 
That's true, but just because he's stylist doesn't mean he has to go over the top. He can just be very good at styling clothes. Doesn't mean he has to wear them. And he doesn't, you notice that he doesn't follow the capital eccentric clothing. He's, no, it yeah, looks, he's, he's he looks very standard, more, very uh, basic. More modern and more um, modest is what I was yes. going for, modest. Now we get our glimpse of all the uh, tributes. And this is like, I was, when I was watching the movie, I was like pausing it a bunch of times to like try and get all the looks of everyone. And I think it's kind of nice how they did this, that it's not like they telling telling them ahead of time, like, the rebel style, yes. <laughs> um, that it's like, oh, we're going to set you on fire. I like the pace of the movie that it was kind of like it was just happening now. And, like, um, the only thing is you don't get a good feel for, like, how many days are in between or, like, weeks um, between different events, such as the reaping. And then it seems like the next day is the chariot ride, which I don't believe was true in the books, correct? We're headed into the chariot scene now. Yes. I know, you guys might be a little behind, but... No. No, they're ahead? Good. They were good? So now we just saw a shot of President Snow. He just appeared on the screen. Going down, and now we see Seneca. That was a cool, um, very fluent transition. I love the music for the chariot scene. Yes. All the music is really great. Except that there's no theme, but I've talked enough about this. I mean, don't you guys agree that there should be a theme... Can you hear us whisper? That's awkward. Um, Chris said, everyone is dressed crazy, and yet Snow is just in a suit. What? Um, that's here, here that's true. Here's, I didn't think of I noticed the white rose. Simple. The white rose, of course, to cover up the smell of blood in his mouth. I love how they did this fire. The fire like, looks so fire. perfect. It looks great. And when I was watching the movie, uh, we saw it at our local theater that is, um, it just played a couple weeks ago. It plays older movies that have been out a while. And I was watching this, I was like, they're not holding hands. I'll have to make sure I say that on the live show. And then now we see Peter's taking her hand. And first she kind of goes away from it. And he's very fierce about saying, what did you say? The people love it. They'll love it, yeah. They'll Come love, on, they'll it. love so it. So then they kind of put it together. Which I thought it was interesting how Peter told her that instead of the stylist. I like that better, actually. I like the adaptation. Of course, the book is always great and everything, but I like how the um, the movie is a little different. It's not always great to have exactly the same. Yes, Chris agrees with me that the whistle is not enough of a theme, that they need a theme. That's true. I love this comment. Um, Mock and Graven says, I love Cato and Clove's costume. It shows how similar the Hunger Games are to gla- I was gladiatorial time. Rome? Gladiator time? I don't know. Um, that is an awesome comment because, like, during the times of, like, I believe the gladiators and all that, um, they would put a bunch of people in, in a, a literally a literally a arena. They would put them in there. And people watch them die. So it's very similar to that. And I feel like that's a throwback and a connection to it. So Kate says, the point of a theme is to be recognized, and the whistle does that. I feel like to be recognized, yes, but I feel like it also has to pump you up. When you hear the Indiana Jones, da 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 You're not going to say, oh, I just did a few notes. It wasn't that bad. I'm sure you guys can manage. But that's the type of movie it is. That's an adventure movie. Yes. This is a dark movie. 
It's true. But even dark movies, so Jaws, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Is, dun, 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 no, that that's, Jaws? No, that's, that's not a dark movie. Oh. Well... That's a violent movie. This is a violent movie. No, but... This is a morbid type of movie. So it should have a dark, morbid type theme. Mysterious. Alright, well, a theme. Am I, am I wrong, guys? Oh, sorry, guys. Back me up here. Um, I always get the whistle wrong and the Jaws theme. Oh. I do or you do? I don't know. Probably both of us. Um, how do you like Katniss's hair? It's kind of weird. I know I'm kind of going back in time a little bit, but... Well, they get the penthouse because they're on yes. the top floor. So the other districts don't get dessert. They <laughs> get dessert. <laughs> and I don't even uh, think they get dessert. I feel like Katniss's hair it reminds me of... Um, I know it doesn't really look like it, but for some reason it reminds me of Princess Leia's from Star Wars. Not necessarily the buns on the side of her, like, the ears, but I guess another image of her hair. Okay, I wanted to comment on um, the just the whole set here of the penthouse. Is not I don't like this scene. I don't understand the point of it. She's, she's like, they could she's have taking could, a moment to, like, They could have, like, cut this whole in. scene out. You think? I think so, and they could have added more romance to the movie. He's I'm, so, I'm a now, sucker for romance, guys. The, um, we're at the part where Katniss turns the, I guess you'd say it's a screen. It's kind of like a window, but it's, I guess, a screen, too. And she's kind of flipping through. She's in the Capitol residence. Now she's seeing which looks like Arizona, like a desert-type uh, cloud and mountains in the background. And then now I think she switches to the woods. Uh, yeah. So now she's switching to the woods, and we just saw that. So that's like a throwback to being home. And, and it's just kind of a moment for us as viewers to kind of just capture everything that we're um, watching and, like, take it all in and then just have her do the same, that it's not just so fast-paced, because this movie is very fast-paced. I think most of the time it's a good thing. It's like, whoa, I've already been watching this for 36 minutes. But um, I think it's... I, I like this scene because I love the movie. You've been talking a lot. That's because you're not talking, and I'm not going to have silence. I've been good at it. It's Okay. Clove from Two says Katniss's hair had like lots of feathers and braids, right? Um, I don't think there was feathers. I don't believe so. At least not in the um, what do you call that? The, oh, the look, did you read read what B-Bowl says? Really, I believe it showed that one. Yeah. Okay. Really, I believe it shows that what used to be her home and losing hope, she'll never be back. That's a good point. That's true. Like, might be her last glimpse of the woods. Bramble Snow says, oh, shout out to you, by the way, um, says Cato is thinking when um, Cato gave them a dirty look after the, um, what do you call that, chariot, why do I keep saying that, chariot rides, those two will be the first killed, which they're not. Ooh, the first, wait, those two will be the first, I kill, sorry, I kill. So now, going back to the movie, we are in the training center. And we just got a glimpse of Foxface doing some memory thing or something. I don't know exactly what that is. Do you know? What is Foxface's real name? We don't know. No, we do. We do? I don't remember it, though. Someone look it up for us. Yeah, the actress said she knew. And then, um, and then I know Rebellion Radio said it. But I don't know if it was ever completely confirmed. Uh, someone said, can you pronounce that? Bramble Snow just said it. Oh, Finch, that's it. Yeah, it's Finch. I believe that's true. 
But so Mockingraven said Foxface's real name is Finch. Then Bramble Snow said Malissa. Mm-hmm. Malissa. Oh, I love this scene. What scene is this? This is where uh, Peter gets upset and leaves. Peter. Peter. <laughs> and I don't even think I don't think Theo doesn't have dessert, and you can. You can. You can have dessert. It's so her personality too, you know. I like, love her. She does give it that comic. Comic relief. I think both Hamish and Effie, their interactions together really give it to you. Um, Andrea says, I don't think you ever learn her name, not in the book. That is true. You don't learn it in the book, but I believe um, Suzanne Collins or Lionsgate um, came out with her name, um, which I believe is Finch. I believe Mockingraven is correct. Oh, um... Clove from two says Caesar says Foxface's name. If you put a lot of attention, he says thank you, Finch. So interesting. I like that. Do you think that fits her, Finch? Yeah, he's nodding. But then why why'd you get the Foxface name from? Where'd Katniss get the name from? She just looked at her and she says she looks like a fox. I'm gonna call uh, her Foxface. Uh, okay. So we know her as Foxface, but she's Finch. Um, yeah. So Jackie confirmed that it's Finch. Someone said. Now I like Peter's hair in this better, don't you? I just just love it all in general. I like his purple like V-neck sweater going on here. Yeah, right. I I completely agree. Chris, do you agree on this as well? I think so. Finch sounds like a boy's name. Said who is that? Oh, that's a lot of letters. Mini racer. A little mini racer. Missed it. Little mini racer. H.C. Doodler Doddler said, "I hate Pita's shirt. I like it." <laughs> Are you reading Bramble Snow? Yeah, that's right. Bramble Snow said, What's the difference between having dessert and not having dessert when you're being set up for slaughter? True. It's like a pig being raised for slaughter. So, um, I remember the um, designers or whatever for Lionsgate, for the, not the set, for the props, um, talked about how the bread, they burnt stone pieces of bread and they were trying to figure out the right one. It just shows you how many details go into this movie. Um, Matt, did you like the burnt bread? How it was burnt on one side? The scene? Just the actual piece of burnt, the loaf of burnt bread. Yeah, yeah uh, I don't know what kind of questions that is, but okay. I'm just talking about how they brought that up. So now we see Clove showing off her dagger-throwing skills, which she's pretty good at. Is this PETA? I can't exactly tell. Yes, this is PETA, and he just fell... Okay, are we going to narrate every single narrate every single movement in this movie? I'm not narrating. Exactly. Yeah, you kind of, you kind of are. I am if we're not talking about anything. Why not indulge in dessert when embracing the probability of your intimate death? Hmm? Oh, um, Andrea says that line reminds me. Of in Divergent when someone says Dauntless has good cake. And I need goes, to read that book. Yeah, is it a that's good why book? I joined Dauntless for the desserts. That's is cool. That, it's such a good book. Divergent, I cannot wait yeah. to read the next book. It's on my list. I need to I need to get on that. It's such a good book. I want to start a project with it, but I don't think Matt would be into that. Too much work. We have too many podcasts. I know. I said project because I didn't want to get people excited. <sighs> yeah. 
So See, this is cool. I loved how um, Lionsgate um, had this picture come out beforehand of PETA putting his hand against the tree. We saw that ahead of time. And if you want to see pictures of um, Hunger Games stuff, you can go to EW.com slash Hunger Games, I think it is. Um, they were advertising that. So what are they staring at now, Rue? Oh, okay, this is interesting. The um, Is that the bets? The, what does it say? Morning line odds. Is that the bets they have? Um, I think it's how well they're doing and they're rating them, which I don't think that was in the book. That's something else. It's, it's, it looks like a scoreboard. Mm-hmm. It's kind of interesting. I like that. Lil, what does that say? I don't want to keep saying it wrong. Lil Mini Racer said, I like how Clove disappeared during that metal ball scene and Glimmer appeared. Um, yeah, probably one of those um, blooper things where put the wrong person in or something. So oh, 23 to 1, the odds for Katniss. Yeah. So they're betting. Oh, okay. So are they in the elevator right now? Cool elevator. Rue is 6 to 1. Or, sorry, 60 to 1. Chris, I agree. He says that um, uh, he loves Josh Hutchinson, but uh, it's a very stupid reason, but I think he is just a little shorter than I imagined he would be. That um, he's around. <laughs> I should know this off the top of my head. He's five six, I think. Yeah. Five five around there. It was funny if you guys watch the MTV Movie Awards. Um, when Josh and uh, Xander got up to get one of the awards, of, I believe it was their fight scene that they went up together at the end. Um. You just see like cool the, height the height difference. Kato and Josh, yeah. Josh was, like, on his tiptoes talking to Mike, and Xander was, like, bent over. It was hilarious. But you never really see that in the movie, you know? They they try and do camera angles, never yeah. have him stand next to each other. Josh would be on hill where you can't really see the hill. All that good stuff. Mm-hmm. You do kind of see it, though, when him and, and um, Katniss are standing next to each other, pulling out the Nightlock berries, because they're both standing like that. I mean, it's not like she's much taller than him. She's only, like, maybe an inch, two inches taller than him. So um, apparently Josh is 5'7", so I'm 5'7", I think. I'm not, uh, maybe I'm 5'6". Jen is 5'8". Yeah, oh, yeah. They probably put lifts in the shoes. So this is her private session. Is that what we call it, right? Oh, private man. session? Um, yeah. And I really do like the um, the outfits they have, the training outfits. Like, it looks, it's kind of like Under Armour kind of thing. Yeah. I would definitely want that shirt for working out. That would be a cool shirt. They probably, they we sell them. We should get matching shirts and go running together through the woods. Because we do do that. <laughs> <laughs> Not even kidding. Oh, my God. The girls go last in the private session. So this is different. Um, that was Ruse Whistle 1 said that. That's the girls go last. Um, so that's just something a little different from the book. Oh, I didn't notice not, that. Oh. Not bad all the time, but it's cool to point it out and everything. Um, Fear the beard, yes. That should be a Facebook page or something. The music here is cool. I can hear it from here. Um, so if you guys um, want to ask us any questions, just... Yeah, I'm honest, we don't have to talk about the movie and the whole series. 
You ask us just general questions. We'll be more. I, I mean, I'll be more than happy to answer them. I don't know about you, Kira, but uh, probably depends on the question. I like how at the end of this scene they made her forget how to put back the arrow. Uh, put back the bow, yeah. Oh, well, bow. Sorry, I read that wrong. Bramble Snow said. Who Bullseye. ordered this pig? <laughs> Such a good line. It's a weird looking pig. Look at the eyebrows on the pig. That's really weird. Silence. I love his beard. It's just so cool. <laughs> For your consideration. consideration. <laughs> She's so like pissed. <laughs> there it is, Ramble Snow. It's funny. That's true, they are kind of drunk. You make, what did she say? You make us all look bad? Our actions, your actions affect badly on all of us. Oh my gosh, no, so funny. Just you. They're just sitting there, like, talking. I, I love this when Hamish puts Nice shooting, out. squirt. Sport. No. Sweetheart. Sweetheart. <laughs> you know that. Sweetheart, yeah. <laughs> I love, like, Katniss's, like, blunt answers. It's a futuristic pig. Thank you, Chris. That's cool that it was uh, Wes Bentley's real beard, um, Chloe from Two said. Yeah. Obviously, they just shaved it very strategically. Loosen your corset, have a drink. <laughs> it's funny. All right, now this bothers me. Throughout the whole movie, Caesar addresses the tributes as Clove, Cato, Marvel, Glimmer. But when he gets to when he gets to Katniss and Peta, he says Katniss Everdeen and Peta Malark. Really? Is that what he said yes. now? See, he says Clove. Yeah, it would be nice to know their last names too. Exactly. Or he or or he doesn't even have. To, see, he says just Rue. He doesn't even mention the last names. Right. It just it just doesn't work. See, watch. Cat, see Peter yeah, Millar instead of just Peter. <laughs> we can work with that. We can work with that one. I love his grin. Now, do you think that's realistic that the game makers really would give her such a high score? Yeah. Like this is the highest score you can get. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, it's not. So, I mean, it's not what? I don't think it's the highest score. I think, oh, I think you can get an 11. It's 11 oh, or so 12. 11. No, so you can get a 12. Sorry. I misspoke yet again. Um, but, I don't know. It just doesn't seem realistic. Like, if someone shot an arrow at you, you wouldn't give them a great score. I don't know. But they, I don't think they were doing that. I think they were measuring more on her accuracy. No, I think you're the game makers. So you can do whatever you want. You don't have to give them a high number. Um, I didn't know the people in the Capitol wore corsets. Is that how you say that? I corset. thought they got plastic surgery. What What is that? Corset? It's like a um, thing that you wear around to make yourself look thinner. Oh, is that what they used in the olden days? Yeah, a lot. yeah, or they still now? use it. Oh, okay. It's normally called a girdle. Oh, yes, yes, girdles. I'm familiar with that. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. It's interesting how the TVs melt into the wall. Very futuristic looking, as Andrea said. I do like these scenes, though. The present the snow garden. scenes, his speech on hope, and... Yeah. Contain that's, it. That's what I didn't... That's what I... That, they yeah. didn't have in the books. Which I liked that they put yeah, in the Yeah, it is movie. nice. I think what the movies um, kind of shed more light on the capital and, like, the game makers and um, the announcers and all that. Like, it's interesting because that's something we look forward to that we talked about before the movie came out, that it's like we'll be able to learn more about the capital and see it from their perspective, which was really cool, I think. Now, do you want to take this moment to talk about the A-boxes here? No, we don't really no? talk about them. Do you like their design? Their I really, I don't care for them. I know it's just no. kind of like they. I, I mean, they're cool. They're very, I like, really like. I really wanted to have the scene with that Avox girl. With the Huttercraft? Or yeah, that one. I really want. No, you're thinking Deli Cartwright and Peta smooths it over. Yeah, I really wanted that scene to be in it, but. Okay, we have a question here. Are you ready to answer this? Yes? You're yawning. You had a longer Sorry. Okay. I have a question, H.E. Doddler said. Why do you think that the districts rebelled during the dark days? That's an interesting topic. Probably the same reason they're rebelling now. The capital was just unfair. It turned into a big dictatorship where the capital ruled all over the districts. Right. They're still in the same impoverished states. They just didn't have the Hunger Games as a form of punishment. So they probably just wanted to have a better lifestyle and just wanted to overthrow the capital, the same as they do in the third book. I know this is a really long explanation, but I know because I've thought about this on multiple occasions. Mm-hmm. So this is that's basically it. They wanted to rebel against the capital because they wanted to have a democracy. Which didn't happen. In a nutshell. Yeah, <laughs> or in a really big thing. Um, yeah, I think, um, where was I going with this? But I don't think there was Hunger Games before that, because it was the 74th annual oh. Hunger Games. Oh, it was not. And if you think about that, 74 years is not a long time. So we talked about before, like, how like how many generations that is. It's really only, like, one. So See, this, too. He calls them by their first names. Glimmer, Kato, yeah, Club, that and does, then... That it just It doesn't make sense. Now, I don't really like um, Glimmer's dress. It doesn't make her look sexy at all. It makes her look more childish. Don't you agree? I agree. It doesn't... I don't know. It's kind of weird. I do like Marvel's um, suit. That is pretty cool. Not love and clothes dress either. It's kind of weird. Especially, like, her chest. It's kind of weird. Yeah, the um, Caesar's theme song was pretty cool. It's very upbeat. Did you hear her name at all, Matt? During that audio clip? He just thanked yeah. um, Finch now, Foxface. So now, do we remember if in the books, or Katniss does go first, right? Yeah, yeah, she goes first in the books. The girl on fire. Um, See, this is there. It is. It just, I, it, it just, Aberdeen. it just bothers me. It really it does. does. It really it's very does. Inconsistent. You think with a movie they're gonna stay consistent? Either just they should just go with Katniss. They don't need everything. Yeah, I mean, if Susan Collins was in this play, right? I think she would have realized something like she this. She wrote a lot of the script, though. So yeah. So like, why didn't she really make this? It would have been cool to hear their last names. That would have been a cool she tidbit for us. She could have made us. She could have made last names if she wanted to. Um, Brad. 216 said the problem with Glimmer's dress in the book was described 
being very very revealing, which is true. Like, I don't, now I kind of don't remember, but she didn't, it didn't look revealing. It looked kind of childish, especially the way it poofed out. Someone says, I hate Clove's hair. (laughs) Oh, that's interesting. How she says, I was just hoping I wouldn't burn to death, and the whole crowd thinks that's so funny. When she's just being truthful. Yeah. And other things that we didn't get in the movie, like um, prepping. She she finds that weird, too. When she says, my heart stops. Yeah. She thinks of, like, all the people in her, just like, her dad, his heart stopped, and he's not alive anymore. We're nitpicking. Sorry. That's their job. Yeah, exactly. It is. Hmm. Interesting. Why did they make the interviews indoors? I thought they were supposed to be outdoors in the square, Bramble Snow said. No. I, I think, think it was so. always inside. I always picture like a big yeah. audience on stage. Um. So now, does she know that the fire's going to come out at the end? Yeah. She knows that. Yeah. Because she, she said, I'm wearing them right now. Now, in the book, I don't think it was real fire. I think it just looked like fire and resembled yeah. fire, but I like how they added that in. Cool CGI, special effects, really cool stuff. Yeah. Now, do we remember it was 1,200 special effects that they had in the movie? Is yeah, that what we heard? Yeah, I think so. It was around there, yeah. I think the set is really cool, how everything's, like, neon and, like, lit up and everything. Yeah. And Caesar stays pretty close to his character in the book, the midnight blue, um, sparkly suit. But he doesn't look like he's had a lot of plastic surgery. No. You know what I mean? Like, but that's hard to convey and everything without him actually getting it. Yeah. Now, doesn't it look here, like... That hair that's falling on falling on her, um, it looks like a little microphone. I always thought it looked like a microphone. It will go back to her in a second. Oh, uh, yeah. Doesn't it? I always thought it was. Then I looked closer. I was like, oh, it's not. Hmm. You say try, you will? Yes. Good line. Oh, oh. Yeah, Chris is right, because she knows that there was the fire because she was spinning in the mirror in the dressing room. Oh, okay, I didn't catch that. I like the, um, on her dress, like the little beads on it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, here comes, here comes PETA. Here we go. PETA, PETA, right? Um, it was cool because this was released this a couple minutes, I think yeah. a minute and a half, was released ahead of time, which yeah. was really cool. I love that. We talked about that on the show a lot. Oh, and especially features Under must have hair. implants in his, his hair. hair. Uh, Caesar's. Caesar? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wouldn't think he'd grow his hair out that much. I love this bit. You see, I just love how Josh portrays PETA. Yeah. Just like like, having that. Even his attitude, if you see Josh in his own interviews, not PETA's interviews, 
they really are very similar. I right. don't find a lot of differences between them. No. Because you know some interview actors you get interviewed are just very awkward about it. Yeah. And Josh Kristen just... Stewart. <laughs> like, Josh just knows the right thing to He's say. He's very charismatic and, just, and has his way with words. Yeah. I, That's yeah. right. Stanley Tucci's bald. True be that. See, I like his hair better in this shot than the reaping. It's yeah. still gelled back, but it has a little, like, bump to it, I guess you'd say. Now, how do you think that, um, like, the, out of, what? No, it's funny. You're just, like, you can't even have, like, two here. seconds I'm of talking. I'm sorry. Talk I have all these ideas and thoughts and questions. Um, Peta's, Peta's eyes are blue in the book. Josh's are brown. Shh, because she could be Okay. Ah, oh, because she came here with me. And then we see Jen. Or Katniss. <laughs> we keep going. Just I know. Jen and sorry. Josh. It's awful. Joshifer. Ew, Chris and Stewart. I'm reading that. I'm not saying that from Chris. Um, you want to talk oh, about the ice after this? This is a good scene. We'll talk about the ice after this. This is a good scene. This is wonderful. Whoa! She just grabbed <laughs> it. Do you hear Effie screaming in the oh background? Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's start right now. You look weak. You looked desirable. Can't hurt. <laughs> Love how he Two calls you. That yeah. is such a good line. He looks so innocent. He's mad though. You can see when he gets mad, his like chin and like, his jaw like flexes. You know what I mean? How's that for neck picking? Yeah, I mean, come on, guys. If we're nitpicking, we've dissected this entire series to the bone. <laughs> she and, is obsessed with manners. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, and while we watched the midnight premiere of this, Kira and I got oh so gosh. upset on all, like, the little scenes. We, like, were looking at each other, like, we hitting did. each other because they're so angry with the movie. Yeah, because we just, like, knew I'm this back like to that. back. Yeah. I'm always very angry during the uh, midnight premieres of anything. Harry Potter, very yeah. angry. The last movie's horrible, but anyway. Um... This is such a good scene. I really look forward to this scene. I love what he's... This might be my favorite quote of the entire series coming up here. I love this scene. This is just perfect. I think his hair is the best in this picture. I agree. Just being the teenager I am. I don't know. Um, Responding to you, Chris. Katniss looks desirable without Peta's confession of love. Sorry. Just hit the microphone. Um... I don't know if she does, though. Like, I feel like she's good-looking um, in the movie. I don't know too much about the book, but I don't know. Oh, we should listen for his line here, Matt. If I, if I die, I want to still be me. Yeah, it's coming up here. I feel like she would have looked desirable. I disagree with you guys. I, I love this. <laughs> I can't handle this. I used to be able to mimic him so well. Here we go. Just have silence. It's okay to have silence right. sometimes. Just watch the scene. I agree with you. The last comment there. LOL. Doubt Katniss. I doubt Katniss was supposed to be attractive as Jennifer Lawrence. Way to show them that they don't own me. If I'm going to die, die. Oh, no. I'll, I'll still be me. me. The way he says die is so cute, his accent comes out. Yeah. yeah. 
I just I can't, can't afford to think like, like that. We're gonna, I know, right? I think this, oh. especially the script for this part, the dialogue is just awesome, and they took a lot of important quotes and put them in here, and then made their own important quotes, which is great. But there are quotes that I wish made the movie. I can't think of them right now. No, but yeah, I know it's fine. I'll, 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 it'll occur to me. Can you wiggle the mouse? Wiggle, 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 wiggle. So we're about halfway through. Oh, God. And we haven't even gotten to the games yet. Oh, God. So thanks, guys, for bearing with us on this. Um, <sighs> so now we get a really cool shot of Capitol. Oh, Doesn't oh, it look beautiful? Especially that yeah. mountain with the Yeah, look angle. at this. This is so pretty. Beautiful. I don't remember these shots. No, I've seen it so many times. Alright, now, he's talking about the cornucopia. I know we see this. We picture the cornucopia to be gold, like a like Just gold like a Thanksgiving steel. dinner. You'd have a middle exactly. of the table, except but really big. This is, like, like clunky metal. Um, I don't I don't know if I like it. I don't, I, I don't know why they did it like that. And I thought it was supposed to be much bigger than it normally was. I thought it was much smaller. I, I pictured it like the size of a desk, which was ridiculous. Oh no! I pictured it to be on like, top of it, so I was like, "Oh, okay." And so in mind, I magnified it. Yeah, I pictured it to be like huge. Yeah. Now, Katniss looks like she has different color hair throughout the movie. Like here, it looks really dark. Other times, it looks more brown. Yeah, Chris also hates cornucopia. Um. Yeah, I don't know, but like, if it was a golden thing with like, um with, what would you call it, like, with the weave and everything, and not metal, I feel like it would have been weird. It would have looked out of place. I feel like the metal looks more in place. It may not be what we pictured, but the other type would have looked out of place. Now, this is cool. We see, like, the whole game maker system, like, how it's all touchscreen. That's really cool. I like that a lot. Yeah. Beeble89 says it's more capitalized. <laughs> Kato is getting bored yeah. by Bramble Snow. For some reason, I imagine the cornucopia hanging down. That's interesting. Well, I imagine the tribute shooting out of the sky. Um, what is it? To get to, instead of underground. Oh, shooting Remember out. Remember that? You were like, it doesn't come from the sky, Kira. I was like, I thought it was a really long tube. <laughs> <laughs> that was a weird laugh. Hmm. This scene... Could be in place for catching fire. Now, I don't understand, like, the, this whole relationship between Katniss and Cinna. Okay. So, like, all of a sudden, like, she's so emotionally attached to him, and we really know nothing about Cinna. I mean, I feel like he's the only one that's shown genuine interest in her for her well-being. Everyone else is just kind of like, yeah, good luck, yeah, have fun, like, everything, and he's more, like, realistic. Okay, this part here. Wait, I do not like Glado. It's supposed to be Clado. Yes! Thank yes. you. Thank you. See, I told yes. you. Kato and Clove are meant to be together. Will be eraser. No, I, I agree with you. I don't like the Glado. I like Clado. Um, anyway, can I go back to the pin thing? Yeah. Okay, so we see Cinna point at her pin, like gesture to it so she sees it. And then, so sweet, giving her a kiss. Um, and then putting a finger to his lips saying, shh. 
So my question is, why is that a secret? Because maybe he snuck it in. Yeah, but they have to have it. Um, every, everything has to go through like a committee, I guess you could say, um, and be approved. Or maybe he's like, saying for instance, that like maybe he's saying that like have faith and yeah, but like um, just like Limmer had a ring she wanted to bring it in, and when you twisted it a certain way and pressed it a certain way. Cater and Clover, the star-crossed lovers of District 2, Woo. said Clover from 2. I just, thank you. I mean, these um, people understand what I'm talking about. They say, say that sounds like Play-Doh. Play-Doh, Glay-Doh. Yeah, it does. Um, what was I saying? Oh, that, like, uh, Glimmer had a ring that went through the committee, I guess you'd say, um, see if it was okay to bring into the games, and it wasn't because a dagger came out of it or something. Right. Not a dagger. No, a it was like a small knife, thing. yeah. Not even. Like a little pointed thing that she All right, put. okay. Since we're on the topic of Kato and Clove, are you guys upset that for, for two reasons? First reason is that when Clove died, Kato did not come running in the movie and That's holds her That's when I was on. most upset in the whole movie. I was so upset about that. Second scene I was really upset about was how during the mutation scene, the mutations were supposed to drag Kato into the cornucopia and we were supposed to spend a whole night listening to Kato moan and suffer. I was upset about that. I didn't include that yeah. either. So what do you guys think about those? Let us know. Are they... Um, Tribute Girl says, when they didn't have that scene, it broke my heart. What scene? I don't know what you're talking about. I guess they're still talking about the Kato and Clove. Cause be, oh, before that, she said, I think Kato and Clove relationship grew over time. I... Like, I feel like they didn't always get along and be in love or whatever. See, Bramble Snows... Bramble but, Snow agrees with me. Okay, let me finish. But when put in the arena, given the chance to live... Oh, now we can't read the rest. The live, boom, Cleo. That's true. Oh, oh, is she saying that on... At first, they're like tributes and everything, and they might have to kill themselves. So they're in a pack. They're in the career pack. But then, once there was an announcement that you could have... um, uh, You could work with the other tribute from your district, that then they kind of let their romance happen. Is that what she's yeah. saying kind of thing? Yeah. Which, yeah, I feel like that is the case in the book. That's kind of behind-the-scenes stuff. And I wish they did do that in the movie. However, Cato, I believe... Sorry, Xander is 18, at least when he shot the movie. And Clove was... Or, sorry. Clove um, was 12. What's her name? I'm blanking out. Anyway, Clove was 14. So, and you can tell that in the movie. Big age difference. So it would have been weird and creepy if they were... It doesn't matter what age you are. You still love them. Oh, man. You can love at any age. What, so you can love an 80-year-old? If no. you feel that way, Kira, it's possible. It's weird. Whoop. Now, did he cough blood on her? I don't think so. No. I do like this. I do like the music this is, in this scene, though. Oh, let me listen to it. It is cool. What instrument is that, Matt? Is that a violin? Just throwing that out there. It's probably a keyboard. Or like a drone or something. It's like drone and then like keyboards. Because violins can't make that sound. They can, but it just doesn't sound right. Clove is 14. No and no. Yes, she is. She was, at least when she shot the movie. Yeah. Boy from 4 is hiding. Is Boy from 4 the afro? Curly hair, yeah. Not afro, I guess curly. Oh, God. Oh, okay. So Brad, um, 216 said the mutations scene with Kato would have been too long and possibly disturbing for the PG-13 rating. True. Because if we heard him moaning and, like, everything, it would have been it would have been R. It would be cool to see an R-rated version of the movie, though. Yeah. 
Oh, this is some hard fall. And yeah. then she just gets up. Now, do you think they had a stunt double for this? They oh, did. yeah, they probably did. She probably just did that last little part. Or no, right here, where she gets up and runs. Yeah, I mean, we really don't see too much blood. It, it really is um, cut back, I would say. Yeah. It sounds like a French horn. Does that sound right, Matt? No. Clove is supposed to be 16. She might... She might... Um, 14. supposed to be 16, but she was... The actor is yeah. 14, is what I'm saying. Oh. Someone else says... Malcolm Graven says, Clove in the book is 14 and Cato is 18. Possibly. Oh, they didn't give a... The boy from four name. <laughs> Wait, what, what am are they saying? Uh, LOL, I know. Right, Matt. Right, Matt. Oh, here's the cannon fire. That's good. That's a good cannon fire, though. I liked, I liked it. it. I wanted to have, um, to say go to start the movie to have a boom instead of go. But I feel like that would have been confusing for yeah, people a little hard. to like start it. She looks like Kristen Stewart in this image, doesn't she? Is it just me? She looks weird. The angle of the camera from the ground. Jackie had a stunt double for the scene where Katniss and Foxface crashed. That's from Chloe from Two. Um, I can't see him. Mm-hmm. So we see cats having our survival skills. All right, now on. this is this is. What do you think of this? Her not finding, her not suffering with water. I feel like it would have been too long, drawn out. That's, That's something true. good that they would have caught. I mean, what else would you want? To I mean, the, I mean, it kind of helped her establish a more closer relationship with Hamish, though. That's true, but there's other things. And then he sends the note, which I think was really good way of doing it. Um, Chloe from two says Katniss found the water way too fast. I think it was fast, but it's like they got to keep it fast pace. Kira, I love you and all, but can we ban Kristen Stewart from this episode? Wink. LOL. Okay, <laughs> I won't mention her again. Sorry, Chris. Sorry. She just looks like her. The music is cool here. As is everywhere. Okay. So what do you think about her not having a belt? Is that a dumb question? It's not a big deal. It's a big deal. It's not a big deal. She's supposed to have it on the third hole. Remember that? Don't lose sleep on for this. I I won't. The belt is fine. Not having it. More of a joke. This this is a cool part. I thought this was interesting. Oh, they got the camera. I would love to see a seven-hour movie version. That would be interesting. With like every single thing copied exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Be cool. That's pretty cool that she's, like, looking in the camera. Which, I guess cameras are just all over the place. They're not really... Are there any cameras in the sky, you think? No. No? They're all just in the on trees. objects and stuff? Birds, yeah. <laughs> so you do remember the third loop. That was, like, a really good joke by Mariah. She's funny. I wish she was here. Sorry she couldn't make it today, guys. Yeah, she's got better things she, to do. She was going to come, and then she couldn't. And then Heather was going to come, and then she couldn't. Well, it's okay. You guys can trash her if you want. Um, since she's not here. No, we don't need <laughs> to trash Mariah. I'm just saying. Um, what do you think about the anthem? It's pretty grand, I would say. That's perfect. Good or bad? It's perfect. Perfect? Yeah. Ooh, spot on. 
silence. Oh, here comes the fire. I love this part when the fire comes and, and she's rolling like, her eyes. It's like, you gotta be kidding, right? <laughs> like, you're that stupid? Here comes. Yep. See, like, Jen was able to really convey Katniss by, like, we don't have an inner monologue of her head, which I think is a good thing, because that would be way too much like Twilight. And they're trying to kind of stay away from that, I think. But at the same time, she really, like, her movements and facial features really do convey it very well. We never really hear much from Claudius talking, though. Yeah. Which, did you know, he's the voice of Dubby? Yes, we've said okay. this when he was I'm cast. Okay, I'm just throwing it out there. He was, we said this when they he was cast. They might not remember that. So, do you think, like, like the careers here are, like, too much like the Capitol in the sense of, like, they're mocking her for, like, please don't kill me, like Glimmer saying. Do you think that that's, like, I don't that's know. That's just how they are, their personality. They think they're... They think they're going to win because they're the strongest and... Um, someone, Tribute Girl says, Anyone else think that in the book, when Peta went back to finish the girl, he actually softly spoke to her until she died? Wrote a fanfic about that. I would well, love to read that. One, yeah. Email that to us. Don't write it here because we probably won't be able to get it because um, we don't have access to like our docs and stuff. But um, please email that to me um, and we could read it on the show. That's interesting. Do you think that happened, maybe? Oh, I would think so. There's so maybe no he way. never killed anyone, because did he kill... I don't think he killed anyone in Catching Fire. And he didn't kill anyone else in The Hunger Games that we know of. The only one was um, the girl from... Sorry, I don't want to misspeak here. Just eight, right? Yeah, I think so. Is this, is this the fire? Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Wall of fire. Oh! Ruse Whistle 1 says that Peter killed Finch. With the berries. Remember that? Oh, but that Not was like unintentional. Berries? I don't count that. Mm, I mean, he didn't directly kill her. He left the berries there, but... Yeah. He killed Brutus in Catching Fire. Oh, Sorry. And I just read Catching Fire, too. You'd think I would know my back. (laughs) Apparently, I don't. So cool how, um, obviously, they put all these um, in post-production, all the CGI of the, um, which means uh, computer-generated images. I Um, know what CGI is. Okay. I'm I'm not necessarily talking to you. I'm talking to the fans. Um, What was I saying? Oh, how, like, they had it show up in our eyes, like, the gleam of it, where it's, like, you really have all the uh, Tribute girls, send the fanfic to our email, nightlockpodcast at gmail.com. And we'll probably read it on the next show. Or you can go into our show. contact forum. Nah, the, contact the email's easier. That's the best yeah. way to contact us. Either way, whatever's easier for you. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Bramble. Um, for anyone that might be joining us now, we're at um, an hour and 17 minutes and 55 seconds. And we're at the part where Katniss, now we see her wounds back to her face, back to her wound. And here comes another one. Boom. Now, we saw behind-the-scenes stuff. We haven't watched the special features yet. We've had a really busy weekend. But, um, the, we saw pictures of them filming this, right? 
uh, the is that what we saw? That like illustrated had, movie companion. Yeah, that's what it was. They had a line and then a ball that they'd kind of shoot off at her, and then they um, digitally enhanced it and everything. Oh, sorry. Most of the CGI is not. Most of the fire is not CGI. Then what is it if it's not CGI? They made her wound sound like it was sizzling. I think it could have been her hair, right? Oh, yeah, she lost six inches of her braid, and that didn't happen in the movie. But, Kira, it's okay. No, I'm just pointing things out, which I think is a good thing, though, because she's got to look good, you know what I mean? Um, Chloe from 2 says, Mexican DVD has not BTS. What is BTS? Do you know? know? If you could explain that, that'd be cool. See, I didn't see why she had to climb the tree. They're so far behind her that she could have just dove into a bushes, and they wouldn't have like a bunch of like into the woods, and they would have found. No, 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 no. They would have kept running. I don't think so. Like she could have just hid right now. They wouldn't have found her. Mm. Yeah, but I think it was a smart move because they didn't kill her. Oh, behind Um, the scenes, the three hours special. Oh, they don't have those on the Mexican DVD? That sucks. Stinks. I don't think they sent real walls of fire. Someone saying that in the chat room. Maybe some of it was real, but not all of it. Especially the ball of fire that they threw at her head. That's that's not right. Come on, Kato! Come on, Kato! Kill her, Kato! <laughs> Marvel's Thank so funny. <laughs> His face... I- The taunting is cool. Ah, not skilled enough. I like how um all the tributes like um outfits or like training jackets and stuff, they're all the same but they're different colors. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't have um District Twelves being like more fire colors. You know what I mean? Like there's just as orange. What are they saying? Yeah, I'm surprised that someone else didn't climb the tree. Like, is Clove with I them love this right music. Now? I love this music. When she's trying to heal herself, like, with the water, with the fire burn. Mm. I love this music. Um, They did use real fire. Most of it was real, actually. See, most of it, not all of it. Maybe you should throw this one. Um, now, assuming that Clove is with them, I don't remember seeing her with them, but I'm, she I'm is. assuming she is. Why didn't she just climb up the tree? Because she's about what? the same weight as Katniss, if not lighter. Because I think Kato broke a branch, so they couldn't climb up Maybe. it. Maybe. She didn't try, though. <laughs> Chris said, Kato is such a diva. I just can't. That's your line. I just can't. I just can't. Yeah. Uh. Um, oh man! Every twenty-five minutes, this blanks out on us. Oh my God, we're an hour and a half in. I know. Um, 
What instruments? Those people are questioning. Crazy. Um, <laughs> are you singing right now? It's crazy. Um, the instrument. Um, well, listen to it so you know. No, I'm trying to think. Oh. Here we go. Here's a sponsor gift. Um, it, it's a violin, I believe. Yeah, someone said violin. Um, That's the Bramble Snow said violin, I think. Based Kate on said it sounds like an oboe or English horn solo. Love it. No, English horn, no. It has a stringy sound to it. It's not going to sound like an English horn or oboe. Um, Ruse, they sound completely different. Okay, Ruse Whistle 1 says, Clove is heavier than Katniss. You'll see that during the piece. I don't think so. Just because she can get up on her doesn't mean she's heavier than her necessarily. Bramble Snow, Peter's watching Katniss My again. My brother can get up on me and I'm heavier than him. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Kate, a fiddle and violin are the same thing. It's just how you play it. Just pointing that out. What does it say? Apply generously something? Yeah. Stay alive, apply oh, generously. Oh, and stay alive. Which, that's a lot of medicine. So then, she kept this throughout the games, right? But she didn't use it again. She used it on PETA. Oh, yeah, yeah. she did. You're right. And then they got more... Yeah. yeah, thank you, H.D. Doddler. Um, I think the, um, the spirit, or not spirit, what am I talking about? <laughs> the spirits, um, the sponsor gift, it's cool, like, it's, I think it's, like, smaller than I imagine, like, the parachute, and but the thing at the bottom is bigger. I'd want to get one of those for my room, put it up in the thing. <laughs> Oh, thank you, Chris. I do have musical wisdom. You know. He's principal almost, chair in his orchestra. You know, almost, what, oh, shoot, what is it? Eight years, almost eight years, wow. Mm-hmm. I love her boots. I really want boots like that. Run around the woods and tracks and deer. It's amazing. Okay, this is the thing with the technology in the capital, how amazing the medicine is. It's just like how fast to be able to hear something like that compared to the technology that we have today. What did you say? Should I respond to that or? I wasn't really listening. No, I'm just talking. I'm just rambling. Rue is so cute. They look like they're dead at the bottom of the tree, all the careers. Okay, so Everyone six agrees. hours, 21 minutes into the game, so which right. is interesting. Everyone agrees that, or was that? Cle- Cleto was meant to be. Clove and Cato. So therefore, you cannot prove that my point is invalid and that I need to drop it because it's yeah. still alive. It's always going to be alive. Yeah, Trevor says, I mean, yeah, the idea with Cleto and now And they're both dead. They can be together. Yeah, stay with the book. Yeah, I liked your fanfiction. Or that wasn't yours. It was that was my fanfiction. No, I'm thinking of um, someone else's. It was like four chapters, and it talks about two chapters were Cato's view, two chapters were Clove's view right before Clove got killed. We oh read yeah, Did I we read, read that. On yeah, the show? we read that. I mean, I read one, but yeah. Why is Caesar whispering? I don't know. I'm not really listening. If Peter was awake, then oh, he oh, oh, three him. days, six hours. Sorry, I must have missed the days. I was going to say, six hours, that's pretty fast, especially with her sleeping. Is that about what it was in the book? I feel like it was longer. I don't know how long she was in the games. They must I have been the in for a week. the games altogether was two weeks. Two weeks, say. yeah, around there. I think so, because she was out for a couple days. Yeah. Um, Because of the tracker jackers. 
If Peter was awake, then he should have killed everyone. Whistle, or sorry, Rue Whistle One says, yeah, but they would have woken up and then killed him. So disagree with that. Wanting leader. Oh, so that must have been what we read because that wasn't yours. Yours was punished in the light, right? Thanks, Ramble. Surprised you remember that. That was a while ago. That was a long time ago. That was one of course, she might have ones. listened to it more recently, because people do do that. Here comes Tracker Jack Christine. Sorry. Oh, another thing about this. Um, I remember specifically in the book, Catton described how bloody and how gory Glimmer's death the Tracker Jack was. was supposed to be, and how she had to dig her head into Glimmer's and break her ribs, fingers. into her ribcage to pull the bow out and the sheath of arrows. I noticed that that's not as gory in the movie because, again, they had to keep it a PG-13 rating. Yeah. But it's just something I noticed when I was watching it. You don't think it's as gory? I think it's just as gory as I pictured it. She's all, um, what would you say, like, pus and, like, There's no pus. You don't see any pus. You just see her bloated. Bloated or whatever. Welts. Not welts. I don't know. (laughs) Um, Chloe from 2 says, During Rue's death, when Katniss kissed her her head, Jen left a little spit bubble on Amondo's forehead. Oh, we're going to watch that. That, that is true. I saw that, and I was like, i got to make sure to mention that in the live show. <laughs> is it bad that I laugh when Glimmer dies? No. I think it's perfectly acceptable. I think it's so cool how they did this Tracker Jacker scene. Like, how it's... And then, okay, I I've read... I'm, I'm I was, glad that... Can I say this first? Yeah, I guess. I'm glad that they didn't do weird colors. Because that would have looked really cheesy, you know yeah. what I mean? But the way they did it was very... The um the jerkiness of, like, everything. Okay, All right, th- this year, I was looking on Tumblr, and this whole scene where Peta comes up and says, Katniss, go, what are you doing? Yeah. This is, like, at the bottom, they would have a caption, like, you never forget the face of the person who was your last hope. Yeah. It's so it could like apply Peta, to Peta, Peta as well as... The a the girl that turned into an Avox looking at Katniss because that's yeah. originally what it meant. What? Yep. That was episode. That was like episode six. like six. It was like single digits. Uh yeah, back in the four. day. Wasn't it episode four last like, hope? Because like, I was trying to make a Star Wars <laughs> reference and it didn't. It's supposed to be a New Hope. Yeah. Oh, me failing at things. And now here's the scene with um her father, and like what happened when he died. Yeah. Because remember, we were excited how they cast him, and we thought that um, we would get maybe some, like, childhood can, scenes Yeah, him, but we didn't. I'm glad, though, because, I, again, I don't want them to cast childhood stars. It just wouldn't have worked. Yeah, I guess. It's cool how they did this, though, that, like, during her Tracker Jacker scene, she's thinking about this, and, like, then everything gets screwed up. Like, it goes back, and, like, it blows up, and then everything comes back, right? Is that what's going to happen? Yeah, how, like, she's putting her life back together. Is this still a test broadcast? No. It's the real thing? Oh, maybe it's still a test. Whatever, it doesn't really matter. Sorry, a little tech talk. I don't know. Tech talk with Matt and Kira. Oh, yep, it (laughs) is. Oh. That's okay. Whatever. You're all here. Um, So now we get a glimpse of how Katniss' mom was depressed and everything. Um, and really wouldn't do anything. She would just sit in the chair or, like, stay in the house, in the bed, sleep. Um, and I feel like that was a good way of, like, putting that in, that she was depressed. And she's still kind of getting out of that at the moment. Of um, Does, uh, does my DVD have deleted scenes on it? Yeah. 
Special okay. features. Oh, I don't know about deleted scenes. It has special features. It's just uh, two. Um, but don't you think that was a good, like, um, what would you call that? Whatever it's called. Um, Chris says, the house blowing up is awesome because it also symbolizes how the household blew up. You spelled blue wrong. Um, anyway. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Like, once the dad left, like, the whole, everyone else just fell apart. The whole family structure and, um, hierarchy kind of fell apart. Yeah. Oh, no, deleted scenes. Walmart doesn't have deleted scenes. I'll, I'll buy a different disc than you so we can have different deleted scenes and stuff we can share. Mm -hmm. I don't know if there are any deleted scenes, guys. Hopefully there are some, but... Because I love those. Deleted scenes and bloopers are the best. We should do... We, we used to talk about this. We should do an episode in British accents. I don't know that if you guys would like fun. that. It that would, would be fun. Annoying. I can't do a girl British accent that well. I can do a guy British accent better. <laughs> Awkward. Yeah, let us know if you guys have bloopers on your desk. I'd be interested. Bloopers yeah. and deleted scenes. Yeah. It's weird, because I'm not really watching the movie. I'm, like, just... I'm not listening to it. <laughs> I love that. I changed leaves twice. So how many days was she out? Three days? A, A couple days. of days. A couple days. True, yeah, they would have advertised the lead scene package. Dang. We'll probably see him in some Ultimate Edition or something they want us to buy, too, in the future. Huh, interesting. Uh, Grace said, Dio said, who, Dio is Thrush, by the way, said he filmed a District 11 reaping scene. Hmm, that's cool. Yeah, it'll probably be on some Ultimate Edition, I'm guessing. They hoard all the stuff and then want to sell us the movie again. Yeah. Or when Catching Fire comes out, yeah. Truby that. Oh my god, I'm exhausted. Can you make it through the rest of the episode? I don't know if I can make it through this episode. You got up early. Anyway, we're not talking about our lives here. Gary Ross said that he didn't believe in deleted scenes or director's cut. Brad216 said. Um, guess I'll take your word for that. Why wouldn't you believe in that? We all love it. Alright, so here's a question. Okay. In the book, Rue was supposed to whistle the... Um, was the uh, porno calling? Do, why? Why do you think they changed it and have her sing it and because then Katniss whistle? Strong it? enough whistle. Because it's more lyrical. You know what I mean? It does sound like a doorbell. No, but it's though. supposed to be a whistle. I guess. What time is it where all you guys are? Because it's almost, it's 10 minutes to 10 where we are. We're wimps. Can't stay up till 10. Oh my god, we have like a quarter left. Yeah. It's fun, Mac. Get into it. <sighs> now, I didn't imagine them having this much stuff. Oh yeah, I think they would have. Yeah? Yeah. Um, and also the, um, 
what do you call it? Like, you know when we're camping the um, the tarps, but it's like, it has a metal frame to them? I didn't picture that either. Not too late anywhere, then. <laughs> I'm sure people that are going to listen back to this, like, not live, are going to be kind of confused at some points of what we're talking about. Yeah. Now, why would they leave him, um, District... Three, the minor boy, um, the mines boy, I guess I should say. Because he's probably not important. Yeah, but like they should leave someone important to protect the stuff. Like someone like Finch might go in there and get it. Are you trying to? I knew you're trying to type that. Right, little secret messages now. Um. Now we see Foxface run and do her little dance. Remember, I was so excited to see her do her little dance. I really don't know why. That was pathetic. Don't ever do that again. I won't. It's a nice dance, but I'm not going to get all wingy for it. Could you hit my laptop? Yeah, just do this thing. Thanks, Maddie. Did you picture this open of a field? Um, I, pi- no, it, I pictured it really differently. Like, I pictured... I pictured the area about the same. Like I pictured, Yeah, I did picture an open field, but I pictured like the cornucopia to be like at the top of a hill. Oh, see, I didn't really. I pictured it more in the woods, because I feel like, wasn't there a tree next to it that they pulled him up on or something? Tribute Girl says, I love Clove's arena hairstyle. I do, too. It looks pretty cool. Uh, what else can I say? Um, no, Kato didn't snap um, the guy's neck yet because he didn't come back yet. Uh, Tribute Girl also says, there actually was no exact dance. They just had Jackie do whatever she wanted for it. Oh, so like choreographed. I thought you meant um that around the mine she could just do whatever she wanted. Oh, right, here's the explosion. Here we go. That was pretty realistic for Katniss. They had one shot at back. that. Bye, Rue Whistle One. It's been fun having you. Join us for our next show. <laughs> oh, uh, I don't think I can make it. Clove's uh, hair reminds me of Jasmine and Aladdin. Do you remember what Jasmine okay, and Aladdin okay, was um, like? Mocking Raven says, um, "What do you guys think Foxface got in her pack at the feast?" See, I wanted to have this discussion. Matt's like, "No, moving on." For one of the things. Um. Oh, man. I don't, we don't know. I feel like it would be food. We don't know her well enough to decide what, like, she needs. Uh, Jackie told me she thought Finch got a blanket. I guess. I don't know. Is it that cold, though? Like, Jen was sleeping without... Ugh, dang. Katniss well, she, was sleeping without a blanket. She had the sleeping bag. The yeah, thermal just, sleeping oh, bag. Oh, yeah, yeah, for legs and everything. Yeah, I feel like it would be food, because she could find water, but... 
I think it would definitely be food to keep her alive because she's not finding a lot of food. No. So, they they want you to stay on. Yeah. I'm not going anywhere. You're at my house, so. Yeah. <laughs> but Foxface was starving, so I don't think it would have been food. Well, duh, mm-hmm. if she was starving, it would be food. No, I think he means it wasn't. She wasn't starving. Oh, typed it wrong. Gray. Uh, wait, what did H.G. Dodler say? She's, apparently she said something funny. Huh, okay, I don't really know. Bye, Casey! You're so funny, you'd like... They post it and then you respond two minutes later. Yeah, I know, because I'm trying to read it all. It's a lot of stuff, and watch the movie, and talk to you. You're not really watching the movie at all. I'm not really all. watching the movie. Oh, she just killed Marvel. Oh, we're already there? <laughs> I really should watch the movie. Kira, I said... What? I can't read that. Can you read that? What? H.G. Dodler. Kira, I said... In special features. They, they showed the explosion and Jen missed out because she was getting her camera out. Wait, what? I don't get that. Do you get it? No, it's fine. Don't worry. Okay. Sorry. Don't understand you. Oh, we got a question. Why do you think they had her not get speared in the net? Um... Probably because that's what we were going to expect her to, and then, like, she doesn't get, um, speared, and then all of a sudden she does, that's what I would say. Um. I think, I think they wanted to add, like, one last, like, embrace with, like, Rue and Katniss. Oh, uh, great, just, um, going back on what he said Uh. before. Word that awkwardly. When she died, she was starving, so I don't think it'll be food in her... Feast bag. When she died, she's... she's ah, I, I Alright, Chris, now you're being really picky. The spear should have been more deeply impaled in real. Yeah, it was enough to kill her. I think that. Yeah. I think that's fine. Oh, Jen wanted to take a picture of the explosion. Oh, gotcha. Did she already sing? Did I miss it? Yeah, you missed the same oh, too. Okay. You've been missing the whole thing. Yeah, it's okay. Maybe I'll try and listen. But then I won't talk if I'm listening. Maybe that's a good thing for you guys. Here comes a spit bubble. You ready? You ready? Let's <laughs> see <laughs> they edited it out though. No, you can see it. I love the um, little snippet of a scene where Katniss is just freaking out when she's sitting with the log behind her back. This scene is just so, like, I can't connect to this scene so well. Brad216 says, this is my favorite music from the entire movie. Um, not my personal favorite, but I think it's good overall. It's, I'd say it's I would say my favorite music and songs are um, The Train... Healing Katniss, and Searching for Peta, and The Cave. Yeah. Those are my favorite ones. 
I like how the point of view was in Ruse. Was it? What yeah, when she was dying. Then it showed, like, her looking up into, like... Oh, 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 gotcha, gotcha. Like, looking up into the sky. I was wondering what that was. Yep. Yeah. So what do you think for this? This is a new little topic for us. Oh. So, instead of putting a halo around her, she outlines her body in flowers and puts a bouquet in her hands. Do you think that was better? Yeah. Much better. But, like, a halo shows that she was innocent. You know what I mean? It's more than just, like, flowers. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you guys are too funny. <laughs> How many viewers do we have? I'm surprised. Oh, okay. Um, Listeners, not viewers. Okay, here, we got a little something to read here. Um, I like how they show an uprising in District 11. I think it kind of explains why they shot the man in 11 during the victory tour. Why they took the whole three-finger salute so seriously. I think that's true. I mean, as much as, like, it... I don't know. I, w I was going to say it seems out of place, but I guess it really doesn't. Now, District 11 looks so much like District 12. Mm. It is more white, though, like the white buildings rather than yeah. gray. I think it's good, like, I mean, this movie, the movie has more rebellion factor to it than the book, but I feel like that's a good thing because otherwise y you got to kind of fuel it up a little bit. So for Catching Fire, they can kind of take it off, take it where they left off and kind of... Mm. Have it more, um, whatever you call it. Yeah. So now, would you assume that that was Rue's father? No. No? That started the whole thing? The black maybe, man? Maybe. I, I think it was. Sarah, I don't know. Okay. I, I don't put that much thought into this. A halo might have been too on the nose. Hmm. Here's such a good scene. Yeah, they're crying Just, by the log. She's wiping. What is she wiping off? The blood. The blood. Here's some more behind-the-scenes stuff for game makers. I'm just going in silence. Yeah, sorry, I'm actually watching it now. Oh, it's okay. I think this is cool how, like, we see more of Hamish's character, of how he's really rooting for Katniss and Peter. He kind of puts off that like, he doesn't really care about them, but he doesn't want to invest himself because he feels like they're going to die. But once he sees how strong Katniss is in the games and what a great competitor she is, I feel like he invests himself more. H.D. Dalder says, The wiping of her hands reminded me of Lady Macbeth from Macbeth. She tries to wipe yeah. the blood off her hands, too. Okay. That's a good connection. Yeah. What does that say? Berets? <laughs> huh. Oh, this is his underdog speech. So that's a speech. warning. Yeah. Um, President Stone was like, I, I like you. 
be careful. Like, he's mm. doing something wrong. He's going to be killed, which, a.k.a., mm. he does. And here's the speech. The announcement. Whatever. Told you, I'm not going to make it. Oh, my god. You can make it. How much do we have left? Like... I don't know. Well, this is searching for Peta song. This is what I really like. Yeah. Now she didn't scream out Peta, which I don't know. I guess it's not very important or anything, but just a little change from the book. Oh, just the little nitpicky things that we like. Yeah. Catching fire. We're bringing a notepad. I'm writing stuff down. Yeah. Fifteen minutes left? No way. Thirty-five. Thirty-five minutes. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> Big difference. Now, Peter made this kind of obvious where he was. Oh, no, she did say good. Peter. It was quiet. Sorry, I missed it. No, that's good, because I think Peter knew that Katniss was going to find him. But at the same time, anybody could track him. But I guess he'd only show himself, he's only showing himself if Katniss finds him. <laughs> now, how would he actually, I get the moss and everything and the dirt to paint himself with, but how would he get it for his face? You can't exactly rub rocks on your face, you know what I mean? He could have made a paste, he probably made a paste. How? Soot? Mud? Soot. 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 Trippy Girl says, And now, at this moment, I imagine Clove and Cato just looking at each other, and their and love side passes their desire to survive and kill. He got it from a pack, Bramble's thing. The paint. Oh, possibly. Good. I never thought of that. I didn't think of that. Good point. Very good point. So here's your romance coming up on all that mess. Well, I just repeated what you said. I'm just listening to myself. Oh, my God. Oh, really? Wow. It's fine. I couldn't do that. Have both those earphones in. Yeah. Look at little Joshy. You're right. He's little. Stop. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, like Matt says, um, Kate said, he might have scraped rocks and attached it with mud if it was natural. I suppose so. Okay, the cave. Mm. I pictured it more like you don't go down into the cave. No. It's just on top if of you're, the um, If you guys watched Mainstay Pro yes. had a cave scene, yes. that was like the perfect cave scene. I loved Except it. Except he was British, but that kind of... It's, it's okay. It's okay. Okay, guys, Josh is short. It's okay. We still love him. <laughs> Katniss fan says, I'm taller than him, and I'm 15. Ha, ha, ha. Well, some 15-year-olds are tall. And there's Dale. Oh, my God. Did they kiss God. you? Did I no. In the hob. I'm surprised they'd have a TV in the hob just because it's, like, their own place that, like, it's a black market. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, why would they have a TV in there? And they didn't have a scene where Peta 
brings up the fact of like Chris, I I, I completely agree. Chris said I pictured the cave very small, low ceiling. You didn't have to go down. It was on top of a rock. Yep, that that's here. what I pictured as well. Yeah. Movie Ra- Mocking Raven. I loved all the Hunger Games videos that Mainstay Pro made. I agree. If you guys watched the um, Finnick and Annie series, it was so that good. Was good. That yeah. was amazing. Um. Oh, Cat or Peta didn't bring up um like getting naked and all that. I guess that would be R-rated and all that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, shirtless would have been. As much as you want to shirtless would have yeah, been fine. Yeah, he wasn't shirtless in the movie. Exactly. He's got enough to show off. Like. Mm-hmm. This is the dumbest thing they did. Cutting back to Gail is so annoying. Yes. You missed a good part. Oh, what did he say? He said, I should have just come out to you. I should have just come out in the rain. The burnt bread. They're finally talking about uh, it. Oh, yeah. Beeble says... Yes, Kate, you're the only one that liked the kiss being interrupted. Because <laughs> I, I was outraged. I watched you go home every day. Isn't that a little creepy, like, stalkerish? Stop. He's like Stop. A, he's like Stop. a pedophile. Don't say it. Oh. I said it. I said it. If you don't know what that means, then just pretend you don't. Hear me. Yeah, exactly. Andriana. He he loved her. He loves her, okay? Yeah, well, love it's can be okay. creepy. No. What he if he loves you every her. day? No. I would watch Josh huh, walk home from school every day. Mockingraven. <laughs> Stop. Mocking Graven said, I'm with Kate. I like the cut to Gale. I feel like it creates more tension. It's good. I'm kind of neutral about it. Peter is a pedophile. No, he's not. A little bit. Cute lying together. Ah, the feast. So what do you think um, District 11 got? 11. Thresh? Yeah. Um... Hmm. Probably something to apply to wounds he had, because I'm sure he did have any. Okay. Or food. I can't think of anything, like, really cool. And the sugar berries thing you were upset about. Yes, they didn't have sugar berries. <laughs> we love our sugar berries here at Nightlock Podcast. Here we go. Are you ready? Oh, you ready? They're gonna oh there them. it is. Oh, oh his it's, ugly face. No, ruined. come on. I don't... I don't know, I'm kind of neutral about it. It's just awful. I don't I don't care about it. Is this the only kiss they have? Yes. Ugh. They should have kissed, like... Oh, also thing. When they're with the Nutlick Berries, they didn't turn around and link hands back to back. I hated that. I hated it. Would it would be such a good, iconic image that they mm-hmm. could keep playing for the propose and all that. Exactly. It, didn't, it doesn't really take that much time out of the movie to just turn them around and have them link hands together. Strike two, you're out. <laughs> Actually, strike three, you're out. Gail fail. <laughs> Gail fail, Ron. Oh, and the line he says after they kiss is, um, now I'm never letting you go. Oh. I still, is this the movie, the movie, is this the book that he said, he says she still, she doesn't know the effect she can have? Is that this movie or Catching Fire? Mm. Is this this one? I, 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 like I think it's line. the first one. But I don't think they said it in the first, they, I don't think they said it. They didn't it. say it in the movie. I really wanted that line in there. Also, the line, um, uh, the dead slug line. Oh, uh, that's You've the first You've got as much charm as a dead slug. That's the first part. I wanted to hear that one, too. 
But that's not happening. Like, all those good lines they should have had in there. Well, maybe, like, remember we said that, like, maybe Suzanne Collins wanted to have something different for the yeah, movie. Yeah, a little bit. Like, maybe she like, wanted to include that kind of thing. ten most iconic lines. Okay, but, like, uh, you know, we also dissected the book, so we think, the lines that we think are iconic are completely different to a person yeah. that just read the book for fun. <laughs> In Gail's game, you only have two strikes before you're out. You guys really don't like Gail, huh? Where's the arrow? Not the yeah, arrow, she's the knife. An arrow in there. No, where's the knife? I know, but she, she's not even loaded with a, an arrow. There she goes, ah, hello. Boom. That must hurt. Wow. She's fast. See, Clove is not heavier than Katniss. No way. Clove could have more muscle. House, muscle, but not heavier. Someone said heavier. Okay, do you think that taking out the scene where Katniss gets bread from District 11 is a good or bad thing? Um, I feel like bad. in place of having the rebellion in place of it was an okay decision. It wasn't horrible. If they didn't have the rebellion, it would have been bad. But um, it just it wouldn't have conveyed well in the movie. It would have been like, what is this bread? Like, unless they had the bread with like District 11 stamped in it, and then like, burned into it, and then had a shot of them doing the three-finger salute. That would have worked. This is so funny. Clovis sounds like um, the act, the character she played in... Um, the Orphan? Or the Orphan. Yeah. I'm gonna kill you. Oh, shoot. No, come on. This is the scene that bothers me. Kato doesn't come. In the movie Companion, they talked about how they worked so hard on a dish for love of bread, people said. Um, but they never ended up using it. I guess that happens in movies a lot. Or they could have filmed it, didn't make it in the movie. Also another or possibility. Does he look hurt at all fresh? No. So it's probably not medicine. I'm guessing it's food. Thank you, tribute girl. Kate O'Neill's recycle begging her to stay with him. Yeah. Why can't we that, have that? That would have it would have been more confusing though. It's another component to the movie that would have confused people. Do you like the way they disoriented the cornucopia? I feel like no. we talked about that already. No, I don't Not think really. No. But a normal cornucopia would have looked out of place, so that's basically what we said before. Oh, this is an acute scene, and he puts the medicine on yeah. her forehead. If you have a good point to make, you might want to put it in twice if we didn't read it, because sometimes the chat goes so fast we can't follow it. Just a tip. Could I see the timestamp, Matt? No. No, I don't have the thing. That's 157. Oh. 12, 13. Uh, we're at 157 and 14, 15 minutes 15, 16, if you're joining us now. Sorry. Not 15 minutes. I meant seconds when I said that earlier. Oh. <laughs> the scene is cute but gross. I agree. It's kind of weird. It's like they're looking at each other's says, eyes. We didn't have that because Gary didn't want Kato interrupting the scene. Kato didn't interrupt the scene. That is supposed to add effect to the scene. Well, I think if he went after, after Thresh ran away, if we just saw Kato run up to her, not had a whole big thing, but just run up to her, would have been good. 
Yeah, I think the whole thing where they were rubbing each other's faces was a little weird. It's cute. I mean, Kira, I'm you're you're not good with romance. You don't understand it. Thanks. Um, I'm sure plenty of people think I'm romantic. Now, do you think it would really heal that fast? Yeah. Yeah. Based on the technology in the capital. That's true. Yeah. Oh, Thresh's bag had weapons. How do we know that? Yeah, I guess we saw it when he ran away. He had weapons attached to him, but not necessarily in the bag, right? Because the um, Claudius Templesmith said that it's something you all desperately need. He doesn't desperately need a weapon. He already has weapons. Mock and Raven agrees with Matt, saying he wouldn't interrupt. Thank you. Oh, interesting. Trippy Girl says, I honestly think it was pictures of his family, but that's me. But that's, again, that's not desperately need. I mean, that's um, nice Bramble to Snow, she's saying that he needed weapons to fight off Kato. Like Thresh more and, weapons? Thresh and Kato did not fight in the movie. Mm, we don't Thresh know was killed by the mutations. We think that's a possibility, but I feel like that... I love this part. Wait. She really likes the word damn, huh? Uh, Second time she said that. How was Peter walking pretty normal? Was he? I wasn't really looking. He's not, no. Chris, he's not. He has a limp. <laughs> okay. Bramble Snow, I, believe, I, I personally believe that he wasn't... She said that he was killed by Kato. I think... I think in the book, in the book, he was killed by Kato. But if you listen, if you look closely in the movie, you hear the howls yeah. of the mutations, and then Thresh, then Thresh scream. Um, this is something we talked about previously on the show. He Dobler said, "I think Foxface planned her own suicide." Um, I think that's possible. That maybe she just wanted to go. Yeah, because maybe she thought she couldn't win. Yeah. Matt, maybe Thresh and Clove were fighting and the mutts interrupted. You mean Thresh and Kato? Yeah. Thresh and Kato. Oh, I that could be, and then Kato got away then. Yeah, he okay. corrected himself. That could Kato. be possible, we never know. So this was an interesting transition from them hunting straight to the mutations. Like, everything kind of goes pretty fast. Um, and it feels like they've only been there a couple days, when it really is, I believe, two weeks. Oh, yeah, around there two weeks, yeah. But again, it's a movie, a little different. So I'm guessing we have like 20 minutes left. I'm not exactly sure. It doesn't show an end time for us. See? You hear Thresh's death. You hear Thresh scream and then the cannon goes off. Was that his scream? Yeah. <laughs> What's that? That's the finale. See? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like they were fighting and the mutts came. And then the mutts killed Thresh. Then Kato got away. It's small, but the swearing thing really bothers me, Andriana says. She's supposed to be super pure. It's not her. That's true. I feel like she is very naive and pure, <sighs> except for like, killing animals and stuff. Yeah. That's just survival. But I feel like through the series, she um, matures a lot within those three years. But at the beginning, I agree with you. She, 
But I don't know. Damn is like really not like we say it on the show. It's not right. a really bad swear. Okay, <laughs> we guys need to establish this. Thresh screamed because he died. It was not Kato. Okay, that that's what I think, and that's what I'm sticking to. We have around 20 minutes left. No, Thrush yelled. So, yeah, they're agreeing with you. I think H.D. Dobbers. Just Bramble Snow's not agreeing with me. You can get out, Bramble Snow. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh! That scared me the first time. I jumped out of my seat. Oh, yeah. When the mutts came through the thing. The brush. This kind of reminds me of the third movie of Harry Potter. Hermione yes. and Harry running away Harry. from the werewolf. Harry. Harry. That, that's what I think. I'm sad they changed the mutt scene. I would have really liked to see Cato running out of the woods and running past Katniss and Peeta. Oh, um, I agree, yeah. Yeah, especially... Oh, oh, and the part where Katniss keeps going and then remembers Peeta. That would have been interesting, but then it would have been confusing for what was going on. Yeah. I mean, we really wish the movie portrayed exactly the book. We have to keep in mind the audience and, like, what would actually be going on, like, how... You can see Peter's limp now, just throwing that yeah. out there for those of you in the chat room saying that, like, he didn't have a limp. You could tell now. He's really favoring one side. I like their team. Oh, they just know that makes sense. Tribute Girl says, I also have... A hand cannon that when... Head cannon. Head cannon, sorry. Cannons. That when Kato saw the mutt of clove, like, with her eyes, that was when he said, please, because he couldn't bear it. Hashtag Clato Fields. Oh, that, that makes sense. I agree. I agree with that. A lot of other people in the chat are agreeing with you. Nice. Good point. Kind of like how in the book Katniss paused when she saw Rue and, like, then realized to everyone else... And we talked about this. We think they took their genes or DNA and put yeah. them into the mutations, not necessarily, like... So I feel like their brains weren't really in there, that you're not no. actually, like, killing them. And this scene um, won Best Fight in the MTV Movie Awards, which I believe it deserved. Oh, and this is a good speech, Kato's death speech. Yeah, I like this speech. And he's pretty bloody for comparing to the rest of it. So that could be the fight with Thresh. Or from the Mutts. Or from the Mutts, that could be. Either way, I think more Thresh, so I think you're right. They couldn't do it in a movie without being corny. (laughs) Kato is turning the snow even without the poison. So do you think Kato went slightly insane after Clove died? That's what I think. We'll go with that. I like how we do the, the X with his hand. That was a cool part of the block. Yeah. Um, H.E. Dabbler says, this is the only time, meaning, I guess, Kato's speech in the movie, a character refers to the audience. Oh. That's a good point. 
Yeah, that, that makes sense. And here's your uh, fast pace, not waiting till dawn part. This is this is not me. It looks like Josh is taller than Jen in this. That's the point. That's how they're strategically placed. So Cato says, is this what you want? Like them winning, I guess? But it wouldn't make sense for him to live long against the mutts. It didn't show he had the armor. That's true. He wouldn't um, live that long without the armor. Even with the armor, I feel like it was a long time. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, Cato went insane when Clove died. Not that he was mentally stable at the start. Good point. To be honest, who is mentally stable when they get chosen for the Hunger Games? Yeah. See his stubble. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Peter's sacrificing himself. And this is the them pointing out that the capital has to have their perfect image. They have to have one victor. And I like how she's like, trust me, and he does kind of thing. Peter volunteered. He wasn't chosen. Oh, okay, sorry. All right, now this is the scene. Okay, it could have taken them two seconds to spin Turn them around, around and link hands. Two seconds. Or even have the sunset in the background or something like that, because they can mess yeah. with the sun. Or have it rising, because it was dark before, now it's light. Have yeah. it rising their backs, because it was so symbolic of them trusting each other to have your backs to each other that you could kill one another easily. I like that, where he touches her hair, like that last final moment. And they don't even get into the mouse before he says stop. Like that, yeah. they're supposed to have them in their mouths. Yeah, but Spit them out, like and if they like, did have them in their mouths, the juice would get in there and you'd die. Yeah. They did it. They show, um, like together. They say together on three, whatever. They show that in the commercial, which is kind of like. Now we, also, now we also realize after the games, they haven't seen each other since the arena here. I think you mentioned this. Peter was supposed to, like, make out with her and kiss her and, like, push um, Caesar down. You remember that? Like, he was supposed Expand to, like, continue kissing about. her when they first saw each other after the arena. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Kind of. Oh, my God, Kira. I'm a little confused where you are, but... No, it's when they have their final interview after the okay. games. Oh, they were supposed to be kissing and they yeah. weren't? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, I got you now. I mean, was it really that hard for me to explain? <laughs> Apparently. It's just hard for me to understand more. So now we have Seneca about to go to his end. I like death. this scene. This is a good this scene. This is a good scene they added. So this is a different type of, like, it's not a peacekeeper, it's more of a guard. I like their outfit. Their little sash looks cool. 
So do you think he realizes exactly, like, what happened? he's supposed to eat the Nightlock berries? Well, yeah, because he's locked in there. He has to starve or eat them, so. Well, if you eat them, you die. The, the music is nice here. I know we keep saying that, but it's cool. It's more techie, I want to say, the music. Like, it's got more of a drone to it, I think. And the braise, yes. And now we're at the final interview, and at first when we have this, we have Caesar's theme, and it's very happy, and now it's more sad, and it kind of shows how the view of the Hunger Games is being changed. Right. Right, this... Now, Katniss dress is supposed to be yellow, right? Or it is yes. yellow. Calm down. Sorry! <laughs> Yeah, uh, Brad, um, 216 mentions the love seat. Um, I feel like it would have showed more of a romance if they did have a love seat. I like his hair there, too, Peter's. Thank you. I like the little part that goes in front, that little curl or whatever you call it. Someone doesn't like Katniss's dress. It, it's kind of too poofy. Here we go. Here's the moment of going with Rose. snow. Creepy. Touching her hair. I'd be like, ew. She's wearing gloves. So he mentions no, the Adria, that shows um, it off. Andrea, he does get a crown, we just don't see it. And then it twist it in half, which I don't think is very important. Okay, I, I think these I think these fans are turning into us, being really picky yeah. about everything. Try and forget. Oh, but I don't, I don't, want, want, I don't to want to forget. Which you really, yeah you do. You want to forget? <laughs> he looks like, where's my crown? <laughs> now, when I was watching the movie uh, with my mom, you were there too, Matt. Um, my mom was like, wouldn't she just run out to them and hug them, Gail and Prim? I was like, Mom, she's got to be professional. She looks so good there, Jen. Like, really showing oh, see, how This is where we see the height difference. Look how shorter. Yeah. Look how shorter. She's pretty white, too. She's not very tan. We're spending so much time in the woods. Yeah, when Katniss sees Prim, hashtag crying. Very much so. Here here comes the song. Isn't oh, this... Oh, man, um, I just Abraham's to daughter. Yeah. Arcade Fire. Okay. Directed by Gary Ross. That is a wrap of the movie. Yeah, thanks wow. for sticking with us, guys. We really appreciate oh. you coming out. Not really coming oh, out. Yeah, so it's around two and a half hours. Yes. The song uh, is epic. Um, I just wanted to oh, have one last sorry. little comment topic thing. Um, Matt, what do you think about the um, the song they picked? Do you think Abraham's Daughter was the right pick? Um, Definitely really not Daughter's Lay Man. That would have been weird, no. right? Uh, <laughs> Um, it really doesn't bother me. It doesn't really matter. 
The song, I, I was really indifferent towards it. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. It, it was a little weird, um, but I think I would have... Um, I think I would have picked the... Um, no, I guess I would have picked that one. I don't know. Um, all right, well, I guess we will sign off. And it's actually, let and me I am let me le- let me uh, do my little plugs. Okay. So before I go, guys, I just wanted to let you know that if you're interested in starting your own website over at Squarespace.com, there's a two-week trial for you because you are a Nightlock podcast listener. So to run your very own website, including your own domain name, such as .com, email us, host at nightlockpodcast at gmail.com. You can also email us with any other comments about the movie we didn't discuss today on air or add your own opinion to anything we did talk about, and we can cover all those next episode. So just shoot us an email. Again, that is nightlockpodcast at gmail.com. You can also click the contact form on our website, nightlockpodcast.com. So you can like us, like us on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash nightlockpodcast. You can follow us on Twitter. That's twitter.com slash nightlockpod, P-O-D. And subscribe us on iTunes. You can now find all those links on our sidebar on the right at nightlockpodcast.com. So thanks so much for sticking with us and watching the movie with us. Um, we look forward to doing the live show bit again as well as um, doing a movie commentary slash viewing party. Right. Um, And, yeah, next episode, like I said before, is basically going to be about casting, special features. Um, Mm -hmm. Thank you. Close name is Isabel. I forgot that. Thank you. Isabel Furman. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so um, that will be our September episode. And um, that's wrapping up the summer for us. Thank you guys so much for um, tuning into us. and. Yeah, being just so great fans, it means a lot to us to have Definitely. such like participants, and it's been just a fun pleasure. Yeah, and be sure to email us. Um, I try and respond to everyone. I think I have. Um, most people I've responded yeah, to. Yeah, we love you too, Chris. Um, <laughs> yep, so uh, yeah, we'll see you next time for our September episode, and we wish everyone, at least um, in the U.S., I know some people are already in school. Um, the best of luck for your new term of school and everything. Yeah, and then we have one year left, and then and then we're off to college. We don't know what's gonna happen after that, but we'll, we'll figure. We'll cross that bridge. <laughs> we'll cross we that bridge when we get to it. So, all right, guys, thanks so much for tuning in. And how do we sign off? All right, I'll figure this out. Okay, we'll figure this out. I'll just keep talking. Now go back to what you had. All right, so um, we're gonna get off because we've been rambling on and it's late and I'm tired. So. Um, thank you so much, guys, and we will see you next episode. Bye.